Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News, and we will be covering the fact that invasions are kind of broken. The devs have responded. I have their comments, and I will read those to you in just one second. We record the opening segment for another channel. This is a live stream, so it tends to be sort of a long video, but the opening segment is essentially what you're probably looking for if you clicked on this later. This is an SNTR update. The New World Invasion's confusion sort of continues to swirl because the devs have responded in two different ways, clarifying exactly how they're supposed to work. It's my contention that they're still sort of broken and not working in the way that I would make them work, if sort of like I was in charge. So I'm going to read you their description of how it's supposed to be working, as well as clarify some of their other comments that caused a lot of people Uh, to think differently about invasions. If you like these video game updates, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss them. So, first, folks thought that your downgrading was in relation to the number of waves survived. So it sort of seemed like the better you did during an invasion, the more punishing it would be if you did not successfully repel the invasion. So you'd get all the way to the end and like fail at the final wave, and that would mean you'd experience more downgrades than if you just sort of threw the towel in at the beginning. And this seemed like a terrible way to handle things, basically incentivizing failure. Like, why bother trying if they're going to punish us more for getting further? Now, a developer commented and said that was intended. That's how it was supposed to work. And that really caused some folks to say, why on earth would you have it set up this way? Then another developer commented and had this to say. We wanted to clear up some misinformation on invasions and how they relate to territory downgrades. How far you make it into an invasion does not determine how many stations will be downgraded if you fail the invasion. The number of downgrades your territory will incur incur if you fail are tied directly to the territory level of your settlement. The higher your territory level, the more downgrades you will incur if you fail. Successfully repelling an invasion will ensure that no upgrades are regressed. So, this isn't any better in my mind because it's still lacks proper incentivization and structure. This is what I call incentivization breakdown. This still feels like a backward system where the better that you are doing in the game, the more punishing the game becomes. This is sort of related to their philosophy around XP. The final 10 levels feel like a total slog, which doesn't really land in my mind as a good leveling system. I know that's sort of the status quo, but this feels sort of similar. The better you're doing, the more you advance your settlement, the more punishing the game will be if you fail an invasion. It would make more sense that the better you're doing, the more resilient the settlement would be, and it would take more damage to downgrade it. So it would not, it wouldn't downgrade nearly as much because you've spent time investing in the quality and the upgrades and the territory level. Now, if an invasion is just around the corner, you're going to be tempted to think, well, why would we keep upgrading? Like people are going to feel like they're going to see invasion in, you know, incoming on the map and they might stop doing things for that territory. They might stop doing things to level the actual territory level and, and upgrade the different pieces because the more you upgrade, the more you're going to downgrade if you fail. So invasions will start to incentivize inaction or people not wanting to play. My suggestion is pretty simple. The better the settlement, the less the downgrades. You know, it's, it should be harder to damage the settlement by invasion if it's doing well. This would mean 
if you see an invasion around the corner, folks would sort of rally and work and help things get upgraded and help level things up. This is this is not a good structure for endgame once settlements and, and all of the different territories or all the different pieces of the settlement have been upgraded. Invasions will just become a pesky nuisance of, well, we've got everything leveled up and it's going to be way more painful now if we fail. So... Hope to see Amazon make some adjustments on this one because I currently do not think this is good design. In my mind, it is broken because it breaks down the incentivization. As always, if you like these video game updates, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next one. And I will see you right now. If you're watching the VOD, that opening segment is essentially what the title and thumbnail is about, and then we do a talk show after. These VODs tend to be about three hours long or so so good morning good afternoon and good evening to everybody in the chat we appreciate you being here so so much happy friday to you you made it through the week and you made it all the way to today that means that you can make it through the rest of today to enjoy your weekend uh if you get a weekend uh we greatly appreciate you guys hanging out we got a full day ahead of us we got discussions about new world right now we've got from friday and then we have Hilly and I playing tonight. Uh, we will be doing the Hilly streams back here on SNTR Gaming. Tonight we will be playing Escape Simulator. It actually looks pretty good. Um, and then there is also a premiere hitting SNTR Presents this afternoon about the Twitch Boost system that they just announced uh, that they just announced yesterday. Uh, we were going to push the Twitch Boots Twitch Boosts video to next week, but uh, we decided to push it to today. Um, because they uh, they they rolled it out yesterday, so we thought, all right, well, we'll let people know what I think about it because it's a scam, and uh, people should know and not give their money to it. Um, do we get to watch you fail at video games a lot today? Well, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what waiting was waiting around the corner for me in Dark Souls Three. Um, how was the call with YouTube? It was good. Yeah, what's good feed? It was good. Unfortunately, he didn't tell us anything we kind of didn't already know. Um, it'll be helpful to have a partner manager, a YouTube a YouTube um, partnership manager, whatever they call it. Uh, it'll be helpful, but it was sort of like, yeah, this is going to be really, really tough. Um, <laughs> it's going to be really, really tough. We kind of told him our content plan and what we want to do with SNTR Presents, the other channel, the bigger channel. And uh, unfortunately, not putting Destiny content on that channel is just going to be a continual slog. Uh, it's not going to be a quick, you know, turning of the rudder. Um, so the the Destiny band continues to sort of haunt haunt at my every move because of just how much that channel has on it as Destiny. So. What's wrong with just making the invasions the reverse of its current system? The longer, the better you do, the less amount of damage that it does. Well, but that's, they clarified that. They clarified that. You're not getting more downgrades because you survive more waves of the invasion. You get more downgrades the better that the territory and all of your upgrades are. Does that make sense? So the better the territory, the better the settlement, the more downgrades you're going to get if you fail, which doesn't make any sense to me at all. Um, you still have good content there, though. It's a struggle. It's a struggle, Butters, because those videos I'm putting up there lately, the Say No to Rage story, in my opinion, videos like the Chappelle video and stuff, that's, that's some of the most enjoyable content I've made in a long time, and it just feels like such a bummer to put it over there 
with how we know it's gonna that, that channel's just gonna continue to, to struggle. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it just stinks because it's like the content feels so good and so right, and uh, the channel's just feels kind of cursed. You know? Yo, what's good, Harry? Um, can you catch some of us up on the Destiny ban? Yeah, I mean, Bungie unjustly banned me from the game. They never told me why. I didn't break any TOS. I was just randomly banned from the game. They closed the ticket when I tried to appeal it. They didn't even respond to the ticket or provide a reason. And uh, so we obviously had to immediately pivot to variety gaming coverage, which we did that in April. And uh, I like where we are now. Like, I'm not like, oh, man, I wish I could be covering that game. I wish I could play it more than cover it. Um, But when you build a channel around it, I mean, that's just the kind of the way YouTube works, you know? That's just how they they structure it. It's a good system because it means you can start a channel about, you know, gardening and uh, get a bunch of fans of gardening and have a channel about gardening. It works. Uh, but it also works in the reverse. If all of a sudden you, you you took your gardening channel and you wanted to make it about being an electrician, people would be like, what the frick is this? Like, I didn't, I didn't sub for that. And um, we had some confirmation to yesterday on the call about why our impressions just kept going down, 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 down. Like why our videos just got less and less looks and less and less clicks. Uh, we got confirmation on why that happened. We already kind of knew, but it was good to get confirmation, I guess. Um, <clears throat> only thing we got from them was a tweet saying we don't ban for no reason. Yeah, they subtweet like cowards because that's what they are. I know what they're they're never gonna stand up and say the right thing or do the right thing. So I'm I'm not supposed to use labels anymore. So but that, that it, so maybe they're not cowards, but it's cowardice I would say to subtweet instead of facing it face on and telling the public what your reasoning was because. We would all love to know. <laughs> uh, I know you've been focused on it for a while, but I haven't kept up since uh, I don't play New World. Would you recommend it? Looking for an MMO live service to play with friends. For the money, I think this game is an absolute steal. It's $40. There's no sub fee. The microtransactions are very reasonable. It's just they're just cosmetics. And um, and you can, you, know, you can look pretty dope in the game even if you don't spend a dime. Um, I do wish they would add a little transmog because I found some really cool armor and stuff that I can't wear because it's either too heavy or too light or the wrong stats. So I would love to see a transmog system come. Uh, I would love to see a transmog system come to New World because that's probably my my main issue with our, my appearance is that I'll be out in the wild and I'll find like a really cool piece of armor and it's not right for my build and so it just gets trashed, which is just a bummer. It's always kind of a bummer when you can't look the way you want. Especially for a game that's third person. You know what I mean? Um, have you seen how sick the Void Bent armor looks? No, I haven't. I've, I, what I try to do in a game like this, Harry, is I try not to peek behind the curtain. You know what I mean? I want to get to the later stages, later game or whatever and be really surprised by... You know, I didn't look at what the dungeons looked like. I still haven't done that. There's three yet for me to play. I would, I've always kind of been that way. I, I never liked when, I remember when Bungie started showing raid armor ahead of time. I hated that. Like, I wanted to get the drop in the game and be like, oh, check this out. It feels like I'm looking at my Christmas presents in, 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 a, in a sense. So, I mean, I've, I've always, I've always liked to wait. So I don't like to go look behind the curtain. Some people do. They want to see like, what's the end game stuff look like, you know? Lots of people are getting it now. You'll probably see it in the wild. And that's fine. I mean, if I see it in the wild, I see it in the wild, you know? I don't want to go, like, read an article or go to a Reddit thread, you know? Um, 
Is that not the same as us being able to change skin on a piece of gear? Isn't that transmog? Yeah, that's essentially what transmog is. Yes. Um, still, I finished my dark roast. Still have light roast. Who wants to trade? Yeah, yeah. Get your coffee orders in. If you guys have been enjoying the show lately, uh, we really appreciate all the coffee orders. Hey, we already got a coffee order this morning. My man or my... Yeah, my man. I was like, man, might not be a man. Thank you, McMuffin. Uh, thank you so much. A dark roast and a Frickmas blend. Taking the Madam Challenge. Appreciate that very, very much, McMuffin. Uh, we had like six coffee orders yesterday. We always like to get, you know, two or three orders a day is, is kind of the goal. So thank you so much, McMuffin. Uh, it goes the same for me for the leaked endgame map. They say it's huge. That's enough of a tease for me. I've not looked at it either. Yeah, I don't want to go look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... I just want a dang donkey to carry all my stuff. <laughs> Could I just get a dang donkey? That's such a way to phrase it. So, If you guys are just tuning in, I covered at the opening of the stream the way that I think invasions are severely broken or flawed right now. Uh, the developers did clarify that it is not how long you last in the invasion that determines the number of downgrades if you fail. It's the better your settlement if your settlement's doing better, it has more downgrades, which I don't understand. It's an incentivization, I guess, not to do well in the game. <laughs> so, I'm about to get through the queue uh, and get 16,000 gold. Time to make big money moves. Yeah, dude, get it. Get it. I haven't had a chance to implement any of the stuff that you told me, Harry. I've been too busy because um, obviously I have to do it off stream. I don't want to show people your trick. <laughs> um, been wanting to try the Frickmas blend. Yeah, thank you, McMuffin. Thank you. The Madam Challenge is a real challenge. I don't know. I, I think she may have landed on preferring the Frickmas blend, which I'm drinking that right now. It's good. It's good. New guy here. Caught a bit yesterday that all the coffee comes ground. Makes sense due to the quantity requirements. What coarseness is the ground coffee coming in? Uh, it's not finely. It's not fine. I would say it's medium. There, what there's coarse, medium, and fine. It's right. It's right in the middle. Just the normal medium grind ground coffee. Like if you buy, you know, a bag of coffee from, you know, Starbucks or Target or something. I would put it in the middle. You know, uh, we we won't. We I don't know if we can ask for a fine or a coarse, but um, I think most people just expect a medium a medium level of ground coffee. I mixed my Frickmas and Dark Roast the other day. It was actually good. Oh, you did. You mixed them? I've never done that. I've never done that. We could do that. I went back to the Light Roast for a couple of days, and man, I, I forgot how good that is, too. The the Light Roast is just so smooth. It's like the smoothest coffee I've ever had. Because I mean, you come from the Dark and the Frickmas, because the Dark is dark and the Frickmas is a medium, and you go all the way back to the Light. The Light is just, man, it's smooth. It's very good. Only asking for my espresso machine. Medium sometimes work if anyone has tried it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Paul was talking about this in the Discord the other day about how espresso machines require fine um, or some machines require fine. Uh, I wanted to ask which coffee maker you use. I need to get a new one. My Keurig Mini is doo-doo now. Um, oh, I just have like a real generic small... I don't even know what the brand is, like Coffee Mate or whatever. I mean, it's 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 not that great. It's got like the little digital clock so you can schedule it when to brew. Um, you know what I mean? Is there any reason to succeed? Is there a risk-reward element? Say you risk doing well but failing in exchange for some really good stuff. 
Well, at this point, the way it seems weird to me, Eugene, is if you're leveling your ter- your settlement and you're leveling your little your little stations and stuff, the better that all of those have been leveled, the worse the damage is if you fail. So, I don't know. What do you get if you successfully pull off an invasion? I thought people were saying that no one had done that yet. I don't know if that's true. That seems insane to me. Um, if Harry's here, he would probably be able to provide us with an answer. He's he's done a lot of the endgame stuff, as far as I know. I just have a Black & Decker drip coffee, 20 bucks at Target. Yeah, most of your run-of-the-mill drip coffee makers are going to be just fine. You know what I mean? Uh, Harry says no one has done it. You get a tier 5 loot chest. So it is true that nobody has done it. People in our server beat one, says Deliverance. Okay, so it might just be rare. It might be really, really rare. Rissic 25 I bought a French press maker for your coffee. It turns out really good. Oh yeah, you can just do French press. That is true. You can do French press. Who or what is being invaded? Okay, so... The way that the game works is once you're in the game and you you're, you're, you join a company, let's say you join the company, the Marauders, that's green, and they take over a territory, which means the settlement gets all of their flags everywhere and you get benefits if you're a part of the Marauders when you're there. Your, your taxes are lower and there's little chests around town you can grab or whatever. And as you invest in that settlement, the stations upgrade. So the cooking station goes from tier 1 to 2 to 3, etc. Now, another faction can come in and start doing PvP quests and start to change the influence. And if the influence gets changed enough, they can throw you into conflict and then declare war because they want the settlement and they want the territory. Now, I'm not sure... I think invasions happen if your territory is doing a poor job at repelling the corruption, right? So you'll see those um, you'll see those corruptions around on the map, and if you're um, if you're not repelling those and going and getting rid of them, eventually you get invaded by NPCs. Basically, it's a big attack. It's a PVE event, essentially. It's essentially the PvE equivalent of a war, except that it's NPCs. And you, just like a war, can sign up to go help, okay? And if you fail to repel the invasion, which many people are failing, they get to like 7, 8, 9, I think is where a lot of the failure happens. What is it, 10 waves, I think? I think I think like 6, between 6 and 8 is where most of the failure happens. And like, people barely make it to 9 or 10. And then a lot of folks have made it to 10 and then it just gets too hard and they fail or whatever. And the dilemma that that had come up was people started to say, well, you know, now wait a minute. It seems like the longer we last, the more damage we incur. So we should just throw the towel in at the beginning. They're so incredibly hard to beat and it's so rare for people to beat them. Why would we waste our time getting to, to, getting to wave 7 and 8 just to have more, more damage incurred, right? Well, the devs came out and clarified. Well, they didn't clarify. They, they made it more confusing because they said, oh, yeah, that's by design. That's how it's supposed to work. And then people were like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, I mean, I, at, at some level, if that's how it would have worked, I get it. Like, the longer you're in battle, the more damage that, you know, is taking place, right? If the battle's over very quickly, then whatever. But 
you know, it's a video game, and the logistics of that just seemed incredibly stupid. So then the devs came out again to say, actually, no, let's clear up the misinformation here. It's not how long you're in the invasion or how long the invasion lasts that determines how much damage is done. It's how much upgrade, how many upgrades have you done? The more upgrades, the better the settlement, the better the territory ranking, the more damage you'll incur, which... Also, as I said this morning, seems like an incredibly stupid system because it's like you're being punished for doing all the things that you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be leveling up the the tables and the sections and uh, the, the the workstations. You're supposed to be doing, you know, things for the territory and things for the settlement. You're supposed to be doing that. Um and so again, I get the logistics of it of like, well, if you've done more you know, it's going to incur more damage. I actually think it should work the other way. If I have a cook station at, at, at tier 5, it should take less damage because it's more reinforced. It's not just a little cook fire with the pot over it anymore. It's a freaking building. Right? It's a building made of rocks and, and mortar. It's not just a little couple of twig cook fire. So, if I attack your little twig cook fire, it's going to get decimated right away. And then the stations that are made of brick, they should be more resilient. Invasions only downgrade siege tools? That's not what this says, Harry. It says, the guy that responded said, um, he said, the number of downgrades your territory will incur if you fail are tied directly to the territory level of your settlement. The higher your territory level, the more downgrades you will incur if you fail. It so you, it's a ter, it's a territory downgrade. I'm assuming that means that the 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 everything downgrades, right? Isn't that what relates to your territory rank or your ter or whatever? It says successfully repelling an invasion will ensure that no upgrades are regressed. So it's got to be more than just the siege weapons. If it's just the siege weapons, then who the frick cares? I mean, I guess you... When can you even upgrade those? Is this the Three Little Pigs discussion? They downgrade everything. Yeah, they downgrade everything. So you get more downgrades if you're doing better. That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) If I have a little Tier 2 cook pot, that's going to be easier to damage than a building that we built to cook in. Some of these, the the one, the one, um, the one settlement I go into, it's literally a building. It's a brick building with like ovens. That would be, in my mind, that would be more resilient. That would take less damage. Like, I don't know. Like to me, it's almost like if this is, this is the worry that I would have, right? The worry that I would have long-term is people would see that there's an invasion coming and then they'd be like, well, don't do anything. The more work we do, the more we risk to lose. So they're just going to stop. They'll stop investing in that area, that settlement, that territory. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know for sure, but from what I've seen in game, failing an invasion, only the siege weapon downgrades popped up. No, Harry, that's not true. This entire conversation got started because there was a guy that was like, are we losing more? Are we getting downgraded more because we lasted long in the invasion? And people are like, what? And a developer confirmed that, yeah, that's how it works. And then this developer comes out and says, no, that's not how it works. It's 
how many upgrades you've done like if you've done more upgrades your territory is at this rank you're going to have more downgrades what's the point of upgrading if they just wash away your progress right that's sort of the question because reckless is saying well the more you build the more you have to lose and that's your motive to defend it but how you're going to feel wrung out like a rag eventually you're going to be like my gosh we've 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 done all this work and got all these things leveled up and every time an invasion happens they're incredibly hard to win we just keep getting set back now maybe that's why invasions are so incredibly hard to win maybe this is amazon's way of keeping you on the treadmill as it were do you see you can only upgrade things for so long and eventually they're all capped so this is a way to kind of like reset you i guess like i don't know it's almost like oh yep time to get back to work this is just part of survival we got to reinforce reinforce the walls or whatever um i would think that there are other ways to do that you could have things downgrade over time or deteriorate over time if you're not investing working or you know maintaining them or something there's other ways to maintain that grind without it feeling stupid like do you see what I'm saying? Like, there's other ways to do that. You could have maintenance. T- um, you could have town board maintenance that needs to be done. And if the town board maintenance isn't done enough, then you know your cook station might downgrade because you didn't have a good upkeep and the wall, one of the walls, fell down or whatever. And then you got to work on it again. If you want to keep that grind going and have periodic rhythmic sort of resets, I don't necessarily have a problem with that because what are you going to do? Like, again, your, your territory and everything gets maxed out and then it's kind of like, okay, the only way that's going to get reset or set back or taken from us is from a war, I guess. And if invasions were incredibly easy to win, they would just, they would feel more like a nuisance than anything. I'm like, well, let's get this pesky fly out of here so that we can keep all of our upgrades. People at Endgame are still leveling and companies get very close to completing them. It won't be long until invasions will just be something you quickly complete. Right, and I, th- that that obviously is possible that you, you they just start to become more of a nuisance than a problem. Trying to get on Eden, but this is all I see when choosing a server. U.S. East, and you just see live, 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 live. What the frick? Why doesn't it let him see the name of the servers? It just says world, and then it just says world set. I don't freaking know, Sven. I've not changed servers, so I'm not familiar with why it would look like that. That's weird. I have some bad news for you and the rest of your company on Eden. Oh no, what happened? Did we lose a bunch of... T- are, are we? Did we get wiped off the map? Um, is the trade house gold situation still broken? I actually don't know. My server is called Live One Zero Two O One right now. Yeah, it seems like server names are borked. Um, Harry is reporting that his server name is wrong. Once I have a game that's updating in Steam right now, we we never checked it out. It's called Bless Unleashed. Apparently, it's terrible, um, <laughs> but it's updating. So I figure I'll let it update in case they ever do anything. It's 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 ready to go. Um, Victor says, I saw it under my character name this morning. Yeah, let me boot up the game and take a peek here. It might just be a problem. Early in the morning, Sven, some stuff doesn't work right. You know. Like, I'll try to pull up my, uh, my achievements and it just won't work right. So... Guys, if you're enjoying the stream, there's a variety of ways to support the stream. The easiest way is to hit subscribe. Make sure your bell button's set to all and then hit the like button. 
Uh, we just got 100 likes. It'd be amazing to get 200. So if you haven't done your morning ritual of saying good morning and hitting the like button, even if you're a lurker, saying good morning in the chat's awesome and helpful, and it kind of kind of moves things moves things along. And uh, we appreciate you being here, supporting the stream. Don't forget, there's direct ways to support. The shirt I'm wearing uh, is from 80s Tees. If you're a fan of Karate Kid or Cobra Kai, and then we have the displays in the background, all the commands that run down in the corner here. You can use those commands in chat. Those are great ways to support. Anytime you're going to order anything from Amazon, be sure to use my Amazon uh, affiliate link. That's a real easy way to support because if you're already spending money on Amazon, just use my la- my link first. Um, do do do. Good morning, yeah. Good morning. There's everybody. Good morning, Christina. All the lurkers are saying good morning. Thank you guys for being here and lurking. Appreciate it. Mm-mm-mm. Ryan Wyatt just tweeted. Tweeted. You talking about Fwiz? Uh Hang on a minute. What did he say? I, I heard I heard we might be hearing some stuff. Says, here's a video blog post on what to expect from us in 2022. Gifted memberships, improved live discoverability and live monetization, expanding upon clips, make it seamless with shorts, and new mod tools and more. Uh, so how soon can we see all this stuff? Um is the question that's the I, I don't care about the fact that you're planning it we kind of knew some of this stuff was coming um when are, when are, like do they have even rem, a remote timeline uh we're expecting other perks for YouTube gamers through our subscription for purposes services our recent partnership with the discord app gives premium members access to discord nitro for free and discord discord nitro users get free access to YouTube premium efforts like this are meant to help uh, games further expand their community and likewise help viewers discover other creators um, Oh, right here it says, we're currently working on upcoming products and features to meet these demands, including gifted memberships, as well as live redirect for gaming, which will let you seamlessly send your viewers directly to another live stream once yours ends. Well, that's fantastic. Um, thank you, Deadly Dad Gaming, for a five spot. Um, so man I hope this stuff comes sooner than later it's a bit of a bummer that it's all coming in 2022 um you know uh clips in the shorts feed will be dope yeah yeah that'll help with discoverability for sure when funny things happen as long as it's a good clip um thank you for the five spot deadly dad gaming says read my comment about there are there are win at all cost type company and we will use and we'll use all x hang on yeah, bad news for my server. The big company from our server who's on Tritonus and they have 400 plus members has decided to chase the syndicate guys to your server. They're called PAX uh, and they're a disease of a company. They're a win-at-all-cost type company and they will use all exploits in the game to win. Oh, so they're coming to our server? Wonderful. Yeah, my server says that... Here, here, I'll show you. Yeah, my server's glitched too. It says live... 2051 is is what mine says right now. So, yeah, there's clearly something going on with uh with server names. 
Came across your show last week. I love it. I work night shift, uh, and it comes on at 5 a.m. my time. Perfect timing. Oh, thank you, Aaron. I appreciate that. They already came. Oh, they're cheaters? Man. Rating will hopefully be coming to the platform. Well, yeah, that's what they just said in that vi- in that blog post that like you'll be able to redirect to any any live stream. So that'll be really helpful whenever we need to like, if we ever need to go from this channel to our other channel, that'll be ridiculously helpful. Um, yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yo, it's good hex. Sounds like B two B on our server. Some people called them onto our server. Five hundred of them. Not scared to use any exploit or glitch in PvP. I think five of them have been banned already. Huh. Glad we figured it out. You might want to update the New World Command. I mean, I'm not going to update the New World Command. They'll fix it. There's no sense in updating the New World Command just for something, you know, whatever temporarily is going on. Um, if you... Oh, that I guess if you want to know our server name, uh, um, uh, Sven, if you're trying to get to our server name, ours is live dash two dash zero five dash one. I mean, like, for now, that's that's what it is. I would wait though. I would wait until we you for sure see Eden because that'd be a big risk. You know, yo, what's good, DBS purge? It wasn't me. Oh, King is trying to do it. I'm sorry, you did it. You posted it for him. Sorry, sorry. Are you playing with Hilly today? Yes, tonight we'll be playing Escape Simulator. They sent me some codes. uh, And so Hilly and I will be playing that tonight. And that will be taking place on this channel. We're bringing it back to this channel. This is where it kind of originally started anyway. SNTR Presents as a channel is sort of moving away uh, from gaming. And so it doesn't make sense to have gaming content over there anymore. It'll it'll kind of mess the channel up as we're we're trying to turn the rudder on a on a freaking aircraft carrier that's run aground is kind of what we're doing over there it's just a it's just a giant channel that well i guess not giant but it's a it's a decent sized channel that you know can't get gaming content anymore it just isn't it just isn't gonna work um so the server a bunch of us moved to seems pretty good yeah i mean obviously and, and and we talked about this before we talked about this before the game came out and i said my biggest concern with New World is the type of players that it will attract. And the type of players that a game like this will attract are cannibal, degenerate idiots. Like, they will just absolutely obliterate a game, they will cannibalize it with their degenerate behavior, and then they'll move on to something else. Like, they don't they don't care. They don't even actually like the game, they like being a degenerate. Like, that's what they enjoy doing. They would play games and grief, and once the player base numbers fracture or go down or the game kind of dies, they move on. They don't like the game. They merely use the game as a catalyst to their degenerate behavior. Like, I don't know what Amazon's going to have to do. I mean, they're going to have to be pretty extreme here because, again, this type of behavior will drive people away. Like, if people feel like, great... Every server is turning into nothing but a bunch of degenerates that just absolutely cannibalize the game. Then, you know. Now the good news is the good news is Syndicate is uh, Syndicate is moving on up here. We have three uh, territories now instead of just two. So it looks like we won Reekwater, but it's now in conflict. And then we uh, it's just nothing but invasions right now. 
Uh, it looks like we are challenging for uh, Brightwood as well. That will be happening on the 30th. So we must have lost our other war. We had two wars. We must have won one and lost uh, and lost the other. So um, that's unfortunate that we didn't win both. Um, Fozimoto, I'll get you here as a friend. Are you in the Are you in the company? You're probably in the company. Yeah, you are. Oh, my eye. My eye itches. You ever have that? My gosh. Just like all of a sudden. It's like a like the worst. Like it feels so good, but at the same time, it's like, my gosh. Uh you will absolutely not enjoy Ori farming. It's so bad with those kinds of players. What do you mean Ori farming? We be playing Bright Memory Infinite. It drops November eleventh. Um, we lost the Weaver's War last night. Okay. Uh, Barrier. I'm going to try, obviously, to play any big titles that come out. You know what I mean? Um, so. I listened in on the war, and it made me realize we could use some Lono-esque analysis on war strategy in the game. Um, yeah, I don't, I would have to really, really, I'd have to watch and learn a lot, you know? I, I, I know very, very little about the flow of how it goes. I've not paid much attention to it. We put our best players in the fight for Reek Water, and we didn't focus on Weavers. I mean, obviously, there's a strategy there, right? If you throw two places into conflict and throw them both into war, and they're both owned by the same, the same um, faction that would help, right? That would help you because you're going to thin them out too. It's almost a guarantee that you'll win one of them, right? You, 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 you put two into conflict and two into war and you, you're probably guaranteed to get one of them because they're going to be in the same scenario. They can only put their best players in one spot. You would hope, right? Ori is the, oh, it's the, it's the or a Calcum Ore, which is the base ore for the high tier armor in the game. To get the Void Vent armor, you need the ore, which is an insanely rare drop from the Aura Calcum nodes. The only place with enough nodes to be worth farming is the mines in Shattered Mountain. Got it. Uh, this game is so good. Oh, it looks good. I think I saw you guys put up a trailer. It looks like, it looks pretty wild. Um, Murph says he played the demo and was good. Okay, okay. How was the call with YouTube yesterday? Um, it pretty much confirmed a lot of the stuff that we already knew, which, you know, it's encouraging to hear, like, do we have a good content plan? It's encouraging to hear that we know what we're doing. He said that this channel here is performing very well, but then obviously SNTR Presents is just... I don't know, dude. It's a, it's just a big fat dead cow that we're trying to roll over and push off a cliff so that we can clean up and and rebuild, and it just isn't happening. So it's just going to be slow, you know. Hopefully, in a year's time, we'll have. Um, I mean, I need to be able to. Buy it. He said it doesn't matter th- that the channel's big and underperforming, but I know that's not true. Um, <laughs> I know that's not true. Um, because it's like, yeah, that's how it works. You're, you're not showing my videos to the 47,000 people that have subbed, which means, you know, 
its opening numbers are going to be poor almost every time, which means it's not going to perform well after the fact. And because the sub base is largely Destiny based, you're showing my content to people who watch Destiny content, uh, and they're not going to click either because you're showing it to the wrong freaking people, right? It's just it's just a big fat dilemma. You know what I mean? Everything we do over here seems to go very well because the sub base over here is becoming more diverse. Uh, and this this channel has zero destiny content. So, what was his response to cleaning subs? That's what he told me. He's like, it doesn't really matter. And I'm thinking to myself, but yes, it does matter because my sub base has a propensity, and because of that propensity, you're showing my content to the wrong people. Like, you're showing my content to destiny people. Even a Dave Chappelle video is getting shown to destiny people. That's why my Twitch videos are probably going to do better. Because Destiny fans, they're 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 interested in Twitch goings on. You know what I mean? Um, they notice enough to assign you a partner manager. Well, I mean, and I appreciate that. I do, but there's no tool. There, there's no tools. He doesn't really have any tools to help us do what we need to do. All he did was confirm the reality that we already knew, and he confirmed that. Uh, it's it's gonna be a while like it's not gonna be fast so it presents effectively starting over from scratch but with a base of 40k some odd subs yeah and those 40k odd subs are affecting its recommend like if we could start over fresh we would but we can't because the the channel has a membership base and it supports the family like does that make sense (laughs) does that make sense it's like if we could push a button, if I could push a button and slide all those members over here and let them keep the proper badge, like if they were able to retain the, like the, the red hair, if that's what they wanted, if I could push a button and do that, I'd detonate that channel in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? I'd, I would detonate that channel in a heartbeat. I'd be like, bye, but I can't do that. So there, you, I have to keep feeding it, Right because it's a good it's 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 good for the business i can't just kick presents i can't just do that like over here is great we're doing great over here but you gotta understand this is a much smaller channel and we got about 300 members and there's like 550 over there so we have to continue to feed that channel i'm loving telling the say no to rage story i'm really enjoying it i'm really enjoying my my opinion content I just wish we could push the reset button on the channel and just get rid of every single person that subbed that is basically a Destiny-only person. They're killing the channel and they don't even know it. They don't even see my videos anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't even see my videos anymore. That's why our impressions went down. Instead of getting 150,000 impressions per video, we started getting like 40 or 50,000 impressions. I get that over here on a 7K channel because we're covering relevant topics and it's shoving us into suggest and search funnels. So th- that's why we just kept plummeting, 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 plummeting because the destiny only people, they go one or two months never clicking on my content. Eventually YouTube just stops showing it to them. So every video starts really, really slow. Nobody would be upset about their red hair toaster, but if I moved them over here, if I could push a button to move them over here, some people would be like, hey man, I I just got my 12-month badge, bro. I don't want a joystick. What? Like, there's, you know, people like that. That's a, that's a, that's a sense of pride, you know? And it, uh, 
and it shows how long you've supported the channel. So I would I would want to honor that for people. Like, hey man, you because the people that have red badges over there, man, they were there at day one when we came over to YouTube and had to like rebuild. <coughs> and they've hung with me, you know. I want people to be able to show that off. Um I love your short about Dave Chappelle the other night. I'm one of the old uh, Destiny subs, and I thought that was something I could watch. Uh, you do each night like I used to. Chris, I, I hope a bunch of people think the same way as you. I really, really do. Um, I do. I hope more. I hope people think the way you do because the, the guy, the, the, the YouTube guy, was honest with us. He was like, "Look, you're you're gonna have to really lean on your on your your, your loyal people and get them to really support the videos." To, to push them they've got to get velocity they're not going to get velocity because you're, you're you know most of your subs aren't clicking um and he said he said generally channels that succeed or even pivot have to center around one thing he's like if you're doing a variety of topics you know whether it's telling your story or 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 talking about twitch or dave Chappelle, he's like generally he's like what you want to look at is how are people responding to the content and what are they saying and then you try to drill down on a particular thing and so he was you know he was throwing out like game ideas and so he's like what about halo blah 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 he's like you know new world's great he's like but if new world starts to you know to 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 peter out then what are you gonna do um i've watched the new videos a few times each i mean i appreciate that i really really do sharing them you know if you guys are if you guys are in forums or communities or places on reddit or whatever that you think they they they, you want to share them in relevant places don't just like spam your friends um so he was i mean he was helpful he was honest but he didn't really tell us anything we didn't already know it was like dad gummit we we kind of knew all this we were hoping you'd be able to like you know (laughs) yeah i don't know give advice give insight push a button like (laughs) you know um because he told me he's like making content there it's not a waste of time he's like it might feel like it's a waste of time if you don't feel like it's performing well he's like but it's not a waste of time he's like the channel's maintaining members which is revenue for the business he was like so it's not a waste of time he's like if you just if you just totally stopped giving this channel content he was like that would that would be a mistake um so apparently there some of the features that are coming down the road we've heard rumors that they're going to allow you to kind of like push all your channels into one channel and have like sub channels if we were able to do that and then i could suddenly say if you're a presents member you're going to have benefits and emotes or whatever on the gaming channel then we could think about just totally abandoning presents because those people would continue to be able to support and get the benefits of their support without, you know. Because he was like, oh, you could do members-only content. Members-only content tends to retain members or drive new members. I'm like, but if we do members-only content, people are going to feel like we're forcing them to double dip. There's about 300 people that left Presents and came over here, roughly. Two, 200 to 300 people ended a membership on Presents and started a membership over here. I said, so if I start doing members-only content over there, that's going to make people feel a certain kind of way. They're going to be like, wait a minute, what, I moved my membership so I can't see the members-only content? You see what I'm saying? So it's complicated. It's extremely complicated, and it's it's frustrating at the same time. It's like, golly frick, you know, like all this, all this over nothing, right? Like all this pain and heartache and struggle over nothing. Um... And they could, you know, they could have, they could have pushed a button, or they could push a button right now and fix it, and they won't, you know. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, gifted subs. But that's all. They're saying all that's coming next year. So uh, you know, that's it'd be great to have that for the holidays because usually holidays is when you know a lot of the a lot of the YouTube stuff goes up. Um, but they're slow moving. They're slow moving. They just put out a blog post literally 18 minutes ago about gifted subs and new stuff for gaming. They want to make live discoverability and monetization better. So they're they're leaning in on live streams. They said over the next five years, they think live streamers are going to be incredibly important um, for gaming and, and game development and stuff. So, you know. Yeah, so a network, exactly. I mean, I- I'm encouraged... I went away from the conversation mostly encouraged that like this channel is doing very well. It's doing what we want it to do, right? This channel is doing what we want it to do. And um, that's encouraging. The discouraging thing is I have a channel, you know, kissing 50,000 subs, almost a 50,000 sub channel that is basically a, just a big stubborn mule that it gets the job done. So we have to keep riding it. You know what I mean? Um I wonder if they'll launch in Jan to combat the fact it was a slow... Yeah, maybe they'll launch it in January, yeah. Celebrate the new year or something. Um, they might start letting premium members test it early. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, we... Uh, we walked away encouraged. We have some other We have some other content plans and some other content ideas. And obviously, a lot of what he said resonated with some of the stuff we think we could do and do well and grow and be successful in. I just have to find time. There's a there's a whole there's a whole content idea that I have, and I know I'm biased, but I think it's a very smart idea. I think it's a very uh, relevant and and current idea that would perform very well and do very well. Um, but it, I just it, it would be a huge time investment in addition to everything else that I'm doing. So. Just trying to navigate that. Just trying to navigate that. We had a good therapy session last night where it was, you know, I, I, I feel work-life balance is in a good place. So I don't want to, like, throw it out of whack, you know. But at the same time, it's like, it, you know, we got to we gotta work. We got to grind. Duh. I've already asked about it. Uh, I can't support two channels, so maybe it's better to move my sub to this channel to boost. Um, th- To me... It it honestly it I, I it honestly doesn't matter to me where your membership is. It doesn't. Um, I love when we do a say no to rage story and a say no to rage AMA, seeing all of the badges and all of the red hair. Like I love seeing that. That's just awesome. And obviously, we love to see all the green names and the joysticks over here. Um, it it truly to me, I'm not I'm not concerned about where your membership is. Just that you maintain it. That's that's really the only thing. Um, that is one of the few reasons we're able to do what we do. Neither channel generates viewership that would that would support the family. <laughs> it just doesn't, you know. Little, you know, little vids here and there hitting two, three, and four, maybe five thousand views. That's just that's 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 not it. That the you, most people that make a living on YouTube, you know, are are cranking out vids that are hitting you know twenty five k daily minimum. Uh, for the most part, and we're 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 obviously maybe one day we'll be there, you know. But the focus right now is 
continuing the content flow rhythm that we have because we think it's good we think covering new world has been enjoyable we think from fridays has been enjoyable uh we think being able to dip into variety or big games has been has been very very good and you everybody seems to be responding positively so we're like okay let's keep doing this and then the personal stuff over on sntr presents obviously is very new but i i'm really really enjoying it um just you know just disappointed that there's not something we can do to to fix that channel any faster you know <clears throat> will they be doing stuff to improve discoverability so you know you don't need to invest in so much time in thumbnails we don't i don't invest a lot of time in thumbnails anymore i have a pretty i have a pretty straightforward i have a template that i use i adjust the 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 colors and the words and the background image. I mean, I, it, it probably takes me 25 minutes maybe to, to make my thumbs. We used to put a lot more work into them, but we've got, I think we've got a really, really good, um, I think we've got a really, really good thumb setup that we, we, we use, you know, pretty common. Did he mention anything about YouTube gaming? He did tell us that thing that Fwiz just tweeted that, you know, about here's everything coming in 2022. He did tell us that that blog was coming, that like they're going to outline their plan for 2022 or whatever with all the features they want to add. Um, I'm a little disappointed that we basically went this entire year with virtually nothing. They did virtually nothing um, for streaming and monetization. We were a lot of the whispers in the wind about this stuff. We were hearing in January, thinking, "Oh man, this is gonna be a big year," and uh, sadly, it got bumped to next. Now, in in a form of serendipity, it's probably good that it all got pushed to next year because we had no idea that we were gonna get you know banned from Destiny. So a lot of our hopes about them adding those features and doing different things, a lot of that was based off of obviously our plan to really ride Destiny and, and, and primarily be a Destiny channel still. So now that that's not a thing, and now that we have a very good content plan and structure and idea in mind of like what we want to do, any of those features they add will probably land better. So it's actually probably to our good that they completely you know kick the ball into next year. And did virtually nothing this year, other than buy, you know, Tim the Tatman, and you know they did a couple of things. Um, I forget they did like a couple of things, nothing major. Uh, like y- you can celebrate your memberships now, and they don't even put that front and center. You got to click the little dollar sign, and it says you can celebrate your membership like once a month. Um, but they don't really show you that. <laughs> it's like it's not front and center, and it should be. It should be. Um, uh, listen to the Rogan episode with Bridget. They talk about YouTube throttling channels. No, that's not what's going on, Dan. They don't assign a partner manager to a channel that's being throttled. They're, they're not. They're not throttling. Oh yeah, they brought clips. That's right. They did. They brought clips. That was that was obviously nice. Um, I don't think we've used it enough. It's tough. It's you know. It's tough. It's. I don't think it's a. It's not a smooth process. Um, clipping's not a smooth process. It really yanks the you know the the viewer out of the, really yanks the viewer out of the experience. You know what I mean? Any ideas on the SNTR update or the clip based content could be used for TikTok and Insta to drive your brand? We've tried that. It doesn't really it doesn't really work all that well. Um, two months from Deadly Dad Gaming. Wow, I didn't even know this existed. Yeah, they don't they don't put it they don't put it front and center. It should be front and center anytime you're up for renewal or have renewed. That thing should be front and center. So. Um, so yeah, uh, Asian Atwood's asking for 200 likes. Uh, so yeah, but if you miss my commentary this morning on new world invasions, it is, it is at the beginning of the, uh, of the stream. 
Um, and basically, the way that it works, the more upgraded your territory, the better your territory and settlement is doing, the more downgrades you're going to experience if you lose the invasion. And I argued that that should be the opposite, is that you know, the better that you're doing, um, the better that you're doing, uh, the more the more resilient it should be to damage and you should get less downgrades, but we'll see if they decide to take a peek at it. They may have it set for what they know is coming. Like, once invasions become easier to repel, maybe they think that's a legitimate punishment. Like, you know, fast forward, you know, a month or something. I don't know. Two months from Nova. Two months, man, I've been here for five years. Quit sunsetting my badges. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ooh, I was trying to get a good neck pop, and we didn't. Uh, better integration with shorts and qu- is a quality of life improvement. I mean, but it's not. I mean, we don't even know what that's gonna look like, though. You know, better integration with shorts. I mean, I I don't give a. To be quite honest, I don't give a crap about shorts. Shorts is just gonna become. Uh, TikTok light is all it's going to become. It's just going to become booty shaking. That's what. That's all that content's going to turn into. Um, Vine was hilarious. There's some very clever people out there that make really great content in that venue. But that venue is always going to descend into booty shaking. It just. It already has. Like every time I've opened up YouTube and seen the shorts shelf, like of all the stuff on the short shelf, that's all it is. It looks like TikTok now. Um, you know. That's it, 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 as soon as something like that lands, that short form content that's like really, really, you know, clickable. It just it, it immediately turns into that, you know, the booty shakers show up and completely overtake it, and then it becomes worthless. It's just like that's not even content worth watching. Um, it's that's that's nothing. It's it's not. There's no humor in it. There's no there's no creativity in it. It's just here. I'm gonna set my phone up and dance, you know, and you can look at my body like that. I don't understand why that trend. Wh- I think it started with TikTok because of the dance challenges, but now like that, that's all that that's all the platform is, and then that's all shorts are gonna become over here. So I'm not putting a lot of stock in shorts on YouTube. I think it's I think it's a short road. I think it's a really short road. It's just gonna turn into that, which when it turns into that, I think a lot of the bigger content creators will just ignore it. Um, You'll have guys like Doc and guys like Tim have their editors throwing shorts out, but other than that, I just think it'll become, that's all it will become. Now, the good news for YouTube is, is if they can, if they can properly monetize it, it'll make a bunch of money for YouTube and it'll make a bunch of money for those people, but it won't be a good funnel for content or exposure or discoverability for somebody like me who's making content of substance, right? Um, so, uh, like, and I don't think necessarily that's like a slam on the people doing it. It's just, it's not substantive content. It's just, a, it's just you shaking your booty, you know? Um, you know, no hate, no shade, but that's all it's going to turn into. And, uh, that's why I don't put a lot of stock into it as someone who creates more intentional content, um, with substance. Uh, that's not all TikTok is. It's just one side of many. Well, but it it certainly makes it difficult to, to not have that become like the thing that edges everything else out, right? Do you see what I'm saying? I know that there's more intentional content and like more content. Like the best content I put on TikTok has been my ones where I'm like talking, as opposed to like the game clips. So like me talking about 
you know, mental health or whatever the one I put up. Those did very well. So I know that there's a platform over there for that. I don't know if that exists on YouTube. We obviously could try and see, you know, if short form, you know, rants and hot takes. I think the biggest challenge for shorts on YouTube is they have to be like 59 seconds. So over there on TikTok, I can throw up a two, you know, two minute video. In two minutes, you can establish a, a reasonable rant point or statement. But 59 seconds, boy, that is tight. Like, that is super, super quick. That's why it turns into booty shaking, because in 59 seconds, it's it's hard. You can get an editor to make a really funny clip, but, I mean, what are you, you going to communicate in 60 seconds efficiently? Um, so, sick t-shirt. Thank you. Be sure to use the shirt command. Use code LONO over there on 80s tees for 30% off. Uh, if you like all the shirts, this comes from their, their 80s... I mean, it's, I think they put this in the Cobra Kai collection, but it, it might also be in the 80s movies collection. Um, isn't it just a free form of advertising for you? Yeah, but it takes work, homie. Like, we, we, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't have time. Like, sometimes I wish I could have, like, a camera crew following me around throughout the day so people would understand, like, oh, yeah, put stuff on TikTok and Instagram. It's like, I don't have time for that. And the little bit that I do... We don't even know if that's generating people coming over. We just don't know. Like, you know, it's it's not necessarily. Now, we could be super intentional and like, I mean, th- there's room for this, right? You could be super intentional and you could put up a video that doesn't let you hear the entire argument. It would just be like me kind of ranting and then you would fade it and interrupt me and say, you know, watch the entire video at SNTR Presents or watch live at SNTR Gaming or whatever um, and hope to maybe kind of like rope people in that way but even then the challenge there is you have to have somebody finding those clips and, 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 and finding that sweet spot it just isn't easy like a really funny clip in a video game is super easy something funny happens chat goes wild and laughs somebody clips it right that's like a super easy repurpose funnel but what I do, it's a lot more difficult, I think, for somebody to be like, "Oh man, that was a really great point. That would make a great that would make a great clip. That would make a great TikTok." You know what I mean? Now we we could start to really start to curate that and tell people if Lono goes on a rant, clip it, and we could just start to comb through and try and find the ones that we think are good. Like you guys could put them in the Discord, um, you know. Maybe I need to try to foster that. Like, hey, man, if I go on a rant, you guys should clip it, especially during the uh, the telling of the Sado to Rage story. I've had some pretty bangers in, you know, some pretty good bangers in there. I went back and re-listened to it myself, and that's where some of those clips on Twitter came from. Um, don't need a camera crew, just a GoPro. Right, just, you know, just to show folks, man, it's, it's tough to carve out any time. Uh to carve out any time at all. My biggest thing right now is I have about like eight project ideas that I think would be really, really good, but I just don't have time for them. That's the other real challenge is it's like, you know, high frequency, low impact engagements seem worthless to you. Um, wait, are you saying you think they're worthless or you're saying that I'm looking at them as if they're worthless? Uh, did the YouTube red talk about the top chat feature? no, no, Hopefully, with the YouTube features they just announced, they'll they'll revamp they'll revamp chat. Um, you know, that's that that would be nice. Uh, 
I don't even clip it if I rant. What makes you think I would remember when you do? <laughs> right. I'm not saying that, like, I need people to do it. It's just, if we knew we were trying to get those kind of clips, we could just ask people. There would be, I mean, there's, you know, there's always a lot of people watching, so we could say, hey, you know, if he goes on a rant, um, you think that and I tend to agree. It's just... When you get to a certain size, it makes sense to constantly grab everything you have and throw it everywhere. Just repurpose it. Throw it everywhere. Because you're casting the widest net possible. Some of it just comes down to making enough money to just have an editor that's doing all that for you. It, it's almost automated, right? It's almost automated. Right now, it's, I mean, it's, it's me and Creature and my wife. Like, she handles the, the coffee and then, like, me and Creature handle the, the content. And it's just, that's it. That's all we got. And so we got to be careful that we don't overwhelm ourselves or, you know, set things up that we can't maintain. Um, did the little reset this morning in the New World fix the transfer bug? I couldn't move with my company yesterday. Well, the server names aren't showing up right, and uh, I don't know if they fixed the transfer bug. Supposedly, they were rolling it out to all of them. You know what I mean? They were They rolled it out yesterday... And then in the afternoon, it was supposed to roll out to everybody. Five months at Tier 3, Sci-Fireman's is off topic with the Wheel of Time show in three weeks. Trailers look pretty good. I, yeah, I hope it does well. I hope it does well. I really, really do. Um, uh, just what the heck's going on? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I think people can still transfer, but now the server names are jacked up, so no one knows what the server names are. Like, my server name was a number this morning. It's basically like we can see behind the curtain. We're seeing the back-end placeholder names. Or not placeholder names. We're seeing, like, the back-end technical names. And we're not seeing the front-end, like, actual names, if that makes sense. You successfully transferred to Eden last night, said Reckless Gambit. Okay. Uh, AGS is having a tough time with whack-a-mole bugs. Yeah, I talked about this yesterday. My biggest concern right now with uh, with Amazon Gaming Studios or Amazon Game Studios, whatever the official name is, my concern right now is that their source code control doesn't seem to be that great. And this happened a lot with Fortnite back in the day. Um, whenever they would push out an update, they would cause uh, they would they would they would cause problems. It would create more bugs or old bugs would come back. That's my biggest concern now is that like Amazon is is struggling with source code control. Like they're working on separate source code, so they're introducing new bugs and problems when they push out a patch. I ordered coffee weeks ago and I just got an angry phone call from Korean Customs. I couldn't understand him. Something about Frickmas in the war on Christmas. <laughs> You didn't actually order coffee, did you? Oh my gosh, the shipping would be obscene. Uh, Madam, Madam would have said something. Madam would have said something. She would have seen your name in there and been like, "He ordered coffee." Uh, yeah, you. Hopefully, you didn't. The, the, the shipping would be obscene. I don't even know if we allow orders to uh, um, to Korea. I don't know if we do. I don't. I don't know if we have the shipping uh, <laughs> the shipping info in there. Uh, they even own the engine? I thought it was a sim engine. I have no idea. Um, random question, is DDoSing a thing in New World? Probably not. 
you'd have to the, if you were going to try and take their servers down. I mean, you I don't know if that you'd have to have. I probably isn't possible. You as a player aren't going to get dosed because they can't get to you. You're connected to the server. I use a pseudonym. <laughs> King Jong Un. Yeah, Kim Jong Un. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kim's he's a big fan of the coffee, you know. Um stuff like this is difficult though. The game is massive. Who knows how many thousands of lines of code? Hard not to introduce other minor bugs. Oh yeah, spaghetti code is a thing, you know what I mean? You're going to jail if you try that. <laughs> Oh yeah, if you tried dosing Amazon's web services, yeah, they you'd you'd the feds would be at your house pretty quick. <laughs> They'd be at your house pretty quick. They'd be there by dinner. <laughs> uh, you're getting deported. Well, yeah, well, you know, come on home. It's almost Thanksgiving. You know, just in time. <laughs> just in time. Um, thank you to all the new subs this morning. We appreciate the new folks coming in pushing us to another milestone be sure to introduce yourself in chat if you sub uh, make sure and smash the like button uh, and there's other ways to support the channel as well we would love to see the memberships go up if you can click the join button and become a paying member you could order some coffee order a shirt or order a disc plate uh, or just use my Amazon affiliate code anytime you order anything from Amazon uh, it feels like they didn't do comments in this value is for an example. Int one pound this value for an example. I don't know what you're saying, Akuta Papa. Uh, just got my first ninja coffee pot and some Rageous Roast. Uh, was its maiden brew. Nice, 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 nice. We need eight more likes to 200. There you go. If you ever manage massive itch, massive if, that's jail time. Even attempting, you would probably get jail time. You can't even attempt something like that. You know what I mean? The Mando display—it's kind of hot. Yeah, it's nice. My my daughter was looking at it, and she was like, "She's like the best part about that is Baby Yoda because he's right there in the bag." <laughs> she was like, she does this thing. She's like, oh, she's like a—I swear, sometimes she's like a Disney princess. Like she sleeps like a Disney princess. Like she's lay, she lays down so perfectly, like a little angel. Um, and she'll be like, oh, Papa, he's so cute. <laughs> She gets, like, smitten about stuff. It's adorable. It's like, what on earth? You're like a cartoon character. <laughs> I would never tell her that. I would never tell her that. I, I, I love it. I love it too much to spoil it. I don't want her to know how cute it is, because then she would stop doing it. <laughs> she would stop doing it. Um, so, I had to get her phone. Or, or she doesn't have a phone. She has an inactive phone that she listens to audiobooks on with, with the Libby app, which... If you have a library card or don't have a library card, get a library card, and then you connect it with an app called Libby, and dude, it's phenomenal for audiobooks for your kids. It is wonderful. I mean, there's just a friggin' army of books out there. Um, it's great. It's great. <clears throat> I recently just got my own library card, so I could get my own audiobooks if I wanted. Um... And then I think my wife put a bunch of books on uh, Audible for me, like as a wish list for my, my birthday or whatever. Um, she would just learn to manipulate you with those with those interactions. Oh, she already. Oh man, she already knows. She knows. I'm my wife calls me the sucker. I am. I'm the sucker. <laughs> I am, dude. I just I give in. I'm you know I. Uh... Now sometimes 
I'll get irritated. I'll be like, you're trying to manipulate me right now. I'll call her on it sometimes. I'm like, that's enough of that, you know. But other times, I'm just, I'm a total sucker. I'm a total sucker, man. That's my chat is bugging. Chat's bugging out, is it? Uh, I got Apple Plus and it gets you books and stuff. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Uh, that's a good idea. I want to read the Dune books. Just saw it in theaters. It was epic. It keeps clearing out my text. Huh. Yeah, try that. Just go to your local library, get a library card, and then download Libby and just see. I mean, they might not even have the audio versions, but they might have the digital versions, and then you can just read it, you know? And uh, it's free. (laughs) It's free. And they'll let you, a lot of the times, renew the book, like if it's taking you too long to get through it or whatever. Um what was my final take on Guardians of the Galaxy? I could not believe how much I was enjoying it. Um, I could not... I could not believe how much I was enjoying it. I got so caught up in it that I jacked up scheduling the live stream for the AMA. Um, and so we we didn't have a live redirect yesterday after the Say No to Rage episode. I was kind of ticked at myself for forgetting that. But yeah, I got so caught up in it. I was like, this is actually really good. There were comments in chat about... You know, the character's not looking right or sounding right. I just, I didn't take it that way. I took it as, I felt like I was playing a comic book. And so I didn't expect to be playing as, as, you know, Chris Pratt. Um, so, yeah, I liked it. I really, really did. Um, I refresh and it's working. It would literally delete the sentence and skip to the bottom of the page. Huh. Yeah, that is weird. Mm-mm. It looked pretty sick. Here's why I think it works. I think they just set out to make a really fun Guardians game, and they just kind of did. They didn't try to... um, I didn't feel like they tried to reinvent things. They were just like, no, take each character, give them some abilities, give the main character some abilities, ways to level up, you know, create some little... create set pieces, you know, it is going to be set piece. You're not, like, running around an open world, and that's okay. Just create some really good-looking set pieces and tell a story. And uh, I liked it. I really, really did. I thought, eh, they nailed this. Yeah. I'll get it when they release the Mario update for Star-Lord. <laughs> what, you, we want to be Mario instead of Star-Lord? I'm surprised the reveal of Guardians of the Galaxy didn't pique my interest at all. Um, I expected to not enjoy it. You know what I mean? Um... I expected to not enjoy it. I thought it's going to be chintzy, it's going to be silly, annoying, silly, stupid, whatever. And uh, I was like, people were saying, they're like, well, Lono obviously is liking it. He's quiet. Like, you know, ordinarily, I don't like that much banter because I like to talk to you guys, but I feel like they did such a good job with it. I was like, this is it. This is a, this is a good guard. This is a good Guardians game. It's a good Marvel game, you know? It's pretty much what I loved about it. It feels like a great self-contained story. And reading comic as a kid again. Yeah, it just literally felt like they grabbed some comics and they were like, let's just make a video game, you know? Frame by frame, line by line, let's just make a video game. And then, you know, you just, you get to experience that as a, you know, I I don't know. I feel like they did a good job. I like how uh, Drax always, I like his, you know, Rodent and he always calls him by his full name, Peter Quill. Like, I don't know. I think they did a good job with it. Would Avengers have worked better if it was more like Guardians? I don't know, man. I think Avengers would have worked better if they would have just made it, made it, made it a good game. <laughs> they should have just made it a good game, you know. 
I, I don't know, an, an open world looter where you can play as Avengers. Like, what was so hard about that? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> didn't didn't seem didn't seem like that tall of an order you know you got you got easy brand loyalty and brand recognition like what the frick did you do <laughs> you were streaming in discord and a few of your comic book friends were dying yeah it was good it was great it was good just make a good game it's not that hard I don't even I don't even need a game like I, you guys know me recently you know my bar is set to good that's all I need I just need the game to be good whether it's New World or or Guardians of the Galaxy uh, or, or or any of the titles that we played recently I, I just need the game to be good I, I don't need my mind to be blown I don't need photorealistic graphics in every single game I don't need the leaves to have dynamic textures I just need a good game and I'm happy I'm happy with a good game I, you know I don't know one of the largest failures because the IP is literally the most popular movie IP in the world and they punted it yeah it's an embarrassment Avengers is a freaking embarrassment it would have been like making a Star Wars game and making it bad like at this point there's no excuse for a Star Wars game being bad you know what I'm saying like <laughs> what Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order is a good is a good it's actually a great game and it should have been like you're, what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing how how hard is it you have all the money in the dadgum world uh, you know what I'm saying it, it would it would be like it would be like Ford. It would be like Ford launching a brand new car, like a brand new Mustang, the brand new Ford Mustang, one of the most iconic American-made cars in the in existence. And it would be like them coming out with some piece of crap Mustang that barely runs. You'd be like, "What are you doing? You're Ford. This is a Mustang. How how did this happen? Who who did you let work on the car? What?" Who made this? That's what Marvel's Avengers feels like. It's like, what are you doing, man? You you got you literally print money, <laughs> and you couldn't hire and work on and make an amazing video game. Here's your Mustang. It's got two wheels and no engine, right? What is it? Right? You're like, what is this? <laughs> they did that in the '80s. Well, you know what I'm saying. I'm not going to sit here and act like every Mustang they've ever made was a flawless vehicle. What I'm saying is take a successful franchise, successful business, successful, recognizable brand that has tons of money, and that's what I was trying uh, you know, to say. But you like the Viking game, so your judgment is suspect? My judgment is not suspect. You may have thought Valheim was stupid. Valheim is one of the most popular indie games ever made. It's insane. It's made by like two guys. Valheim was like was would blasted into success. It's it's done very well for itself. I'm in good company liking Valheim. I'm in good company. There's a lot of people that like Valheim. But that square that made the game I just don't under I don't I don't know. I'm offended. I'm running a twit longer. I drive a Ford. <laughs> uh, only boomers play Valheim. Only morons use boomers as like a pejorative. 
Uh, Valheim was huge on release for sure. Yeah, now I'm not going to sit here and say Valheim is a perfect game, but it's an enjoyable content loop. It's an enjoyable content loop. Um, it's great for being like 40% complete. Yeah, I mean, obviously the game's got a long way to go. Like I said, they got like two people working on the dadgum game. <laughs> uh, who just said that about Valheim? Oh, Derek did. He's, he's just poking. He's poking. I worked with it. We were... <laughs> hey, two coffee orders. Let's go. Man, I love to see that, dude. Every day. Three light roast bags to my man, Victor. Victor, you have just been so, so kind. Uh, a light roast and a Frickmas bag to someone named Option. Option? Oh, 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 oh. Option, but you have the eight in your name usually. Okay, okay. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, it's a shame that they don't have more people to make more content. Oh, I know. It's a shame that, you know the game uh, Tunic? That game is so adorable and looks so great. It's being made by one guy. It'll, like, never launch. <laughs> we talking about New World today? We have been talking about New World. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I'm in the game. I'm actively standing around. So, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm uh... <laughs> I'm actively standing in, or, or around in the game. <laughs> People wanted to know if my server name was glitched, so I boot the game up. This morning I talked about invasions and how I think they're freaking broken with their current design structure. Um, so, believe in Tunic? I mean, I believe in Tunic. I do. I believe in Tunic. But I got to interview the guy at, uh, at E3. Or maybe I didn't get to interview him. I think I got to talk to him. I think Anna, I think Anna interviewed him, maybe. And he's a super... No, he wasn't there. No, 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 no. No, he wasn't there. Somebody else was there on his behalf and was talking about how he's literally doing everything. Um, I guess the latest patch caused more problems than it fixed. Sadness. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. I'm worried. I'm I'm worried about their... uh, Worried about their source code control. You know? I'm worried about their source code control. Doesn't seem... Doesn't seem very good, you know? From orbit stream to standing around stream? That's right. That's right. Uh, I think the age of braid is dead. What? What are you talking about? Just randomly saying that? I really wanted this game to do well, but holy... mm, I'm not going to jump to that, Moosh. I'm not going to jump to that it's terrible. It's 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 just got some rough edges. I actually think the the base game, the core game, is doing very well. Um, let's check our let's do our daily. Oops, let's do our daily New World Steam chart check here. Um, you know, two hundred fifty thousand people are playing right now. Now the twenty four hour peaks are going down a little bit. They went down from four hundred thousand twenty four hour peaks to three seventy seven. You know, um, that's I don't think that's alarming. Uh, I think concurrent players at Concurrent players at 10 in the morning being at 250,000. Um, I think that's pretty good. Um, I think that's pretty good. I think there there's going to be cause for concern if your concurrent players start to dip to about 100,000. That's a cause for concern. Then your servers are going to get too thinned out, I would imagine. I would imagine. But quarter of a million people concurrently playing at 10 in the morning, I would say... Uh, I would say that's that's fine. I would say that's fine. Um, uh, 
Lono nut collecting stream when um yeah did they release another one of those series those little shows they're doing I don't know Fat J says the base game is good but it really doesn't have an end game as soon as you get to level 60 and get some higher tier to higher tier loot you're done Harry where's Harry I don't think that's true Harry was just in here talking about how long some of the things in the end game take now that doesn't mean that it's a good end game but I don't think that that's general I don't think that's true not the game being terrible, just how the launch has gone has been terrible. Um, no, I would even say the launch was terrible. They actually did a pretty good job. They had 700,000 people trying to play their game day one. They've done fine. They have done fine. I I don't know, man. I... I, I I, I get being frustrated with the problems. I do. I get being frustrated with the problems. But I don't know, man. I don't I wouldn't call their launch terrible. It hasn't been perfect, but it certainly has been I, I would say a smooth launch given the demand. I don't know. It's gonna keep getting worse. They're gonna have to overhaul the game to fix some major issues. Um better than Outriders launch. I don't know if they're going to have to overhaul the game. I, I don't know if that's true. I don't know how much is... I don't know how much of this is baked into the crust. It seems to me that they're having trouble with source code control, meaning they're pushing out an update with source code flaws that were already addressed. Does that make sense? So, when I say source code, picture it this way. If we're all sitting at a table and we have a you know, four by four Lego sheet in front of us and we're building on that Lego sheet and we all build the same foundation, okay? We all build the same foundation. And I start building on mine and I realize there are elements of the foundation that need to be fixed and I fix that, okay? And you're building on yours and you build and ignore those flaws, okay? My version has a fixed foundation, yours doesn't. And so sometimes when patches get pushed out, they in they they uh, they introduce flaws that weren't there because either the change they made created the flaw or the source code control is bad and the source code has something wrong in it something that was addressed already gets reintroduced does that make sense this happened all the time in Fortnite yeah we fixed the bug where your gun disappears cool and then a couple of weeks later, they patch the game, and here comes back the bug of the gun disappearing. You know what I mean? Like, what the frick? How are you doing that? How are you reintroducing bugs you already fixed? How is that going on? How is that happening? So, if you're just tuning in, this is not a New World channel, but we cover New World quite a bit. Today, we're covering invasions, patches, bugs, etc. If you've got comments, questions, or ideas, or you just want to introduce yourself... Um, be sure uh, to hit the subscribe button and introduce yourself in chat. 
We also do variety gaming coverage here. So we covered this week Halo's campaign stuff. Uh, we covered state of Sony's state of play that everybody thought should have been called State of Indies because it was nothing but indie games. We do From Fridays where I play through From Software games. So uh, when this stream is done, we'll be playing Dark Souls 3. We're doing that to kind of gear up for Elden Ring. Uh, we're trying to get through Dark Souls 3 so we can play Sekiro before Elden Ring. Uh, we've heard there's more similarities between Sekiro and Elden Ring. Um, so I already described above what you do at level 60. Uh, ouch. There's plenty of depth from in-maxing. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've not heard any of the people that arrive at Endgame saying that there's nothing to do. New World is great. Yes, there are problems and the devs are trying. Um, I mean, they're applying pretty quickly and there's plenty to do at level 60. Yeah, I think they're handling the situation well. I don't think they're doing... They're not perfect, but I think they're handling the situation well. Now, my concerns about source code and reintroducing problems and bugs, I I think my concerns are totally legitimate. But that doesn't mean like, oh my gosh, they're doing terrible, the game's horrible, the game needs to be completely overhauled. That just all sounds like hyperbole. That doesn't sound like it's rooted in anything. Um, It just sounds more like a... It sounds. No, I'm not being condescending, but that sounds more, more like an emotional reaction than like a logical reaction. Um, it's fine to get emotionally invested in the game. I'm emotionally invested in the game. I like the game. I want to see it be successful. But I think sometimes, um, I think sometimes we we see problems in a game and we get irritated and we respond in the irritation as a, as opposed to you know responding in a in a sort of a logical you know measured way. Didn't they just release Outpost Rush and 65 Portals? Yeah, yeah, they they did. And uh, I don't know um, how much I don't know how much is uh, are, that's going to impact the end game for those people. Um, uh, I don't know if that's going to turn the tide for the end game people that feel bored or the people that feel there's not enough to do. You know. If you assume this is all the game will ever be with no new content coming out, then you can say the end game is bad. That's another thing to consider. And I, I, I've said this very many times. I think the biggest question mark for me is what's the ongoing content plan? When I came back from the Anthem preview, you know, capture event, I said the same thing. I was like, I, I want to know what the ongoing content plan is. What's the end game? You know, they didn't have good answers for me about the end game when I was at the event. So right now I have similar questions it's like okay the end game is a loop the end game has uh, potential and it's got a trajectory but there would but there would you would I, you, you know what's the ongoing plan what's what's going to be going on in three months Patrick says uh, it'll take someone like me who works a full-time job months and months to get to the end game then months and months to complete the end game and by then I imagine they will have new content and see what Patrick said, If you guys are unfamiliar with me and my content, if you've never really been here before, I always take up for the common man. I always take up for the more mid-lane players. I think they're more important because I think you're going to play in a way that is more tenable. I think it's easier for developers to make and maintain content for you. I think it's virtually and technologically impossible to make enough content to satiate the hardcore players. Hardcore players will always overplay the game in the first two, two weeks, They'll play in a very unnatural way. They'll find exploits, shortcuts, path of least resistance, and then they're going to want more content. And the number of hours it takes to develop the content that they, you know, that they're hoping for or want 
is greater than you know the time frame of of healthy deliverable right it's greater than that like you're not going to make enough content and actually um and actually debug it and get it smoothed out and make it ready to ship and have it be quality and substantive and and have depth you're not going to be able to do that in the time frame that hardcore players play hardcore players just tip the scales so so quickly they do now the thing you have to remember the thing you have to remember is the hardcore players if you hook them then their complaining is a sign of health now track with me here irritated complaining hardcore players is a sign of health because they're so invested and they like the game so much they want more they're not indifferent they're not apathetic they've not walked away so anytime you have a hardcore vocal group that's a sign of health if you can keep them satiated update kick things out update things add things expand things and keep them coming back you've got them they're yours right warts and all if developers can take that mentality that hardcore players you want them you want them angry you want them invested and you want them communicating their desires okay that is a sign of hell if they can keep them happy then the mid lanes the mid lane players like patrick just said in chat the patricks of the world are going to be so happy to play this game for the next five years or more they're never ever ever going to run out of content like a pig in a in an endless pit of mud you just can wallow and go wherever you want and there's nice cool crisp mud for you everywhere you're happy in a pig in, in in slop right and as long as those hardcore players have a decent return and continue to communicate their aggravation and their desires then you're totally fine it's when people start saying nothing that your game is in trouble that's exactly right that's exactly right how's this going to work if most people are gone because they're done the game is really big on server life so if uh, if you're very slow and you're not going to have people to buy uh, from or do EXPs expansions no 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 this is why rhythm is so important fat J there's a rhythm right you gotta understand something I want you to watch the hardcore player communication in another game that we used to cover watch it It they shout they scream they they walk away you know watch the PVP numbers like whoop phew right and the new content comes out, update, new weapon, whatever. Everybody comes clamoring back, okay? So that's the real question. Are the people that are complaining right now and they're irritated or they want more or they don't think the game has enough content at the end, okay? The real question is, are they that are they that hooked? When new stuff happens, when the map expands, when new weapons come out, when new whatever comes out, Will they come back? That's the big, big, giant sort of unknown right now. It's a big unknown. Because they haven't outlined their content plan, and they haven't done any content yet. The first time they do that, watch the Steam charts. Right? 
Watch the Steam charts. If the Steam charts respond in a positive way, then you then you then you have your answer. You have your answer. Then they're coming back. They're coming back. They're in. They they like the game enough. They were passionate. They complained. They took a break. They walked away. They did whatever. And then they're going to come back. And the real thing you got to remember is even if they don't if the mid lanes are playing and spending, then the game will be successful. If the mid lanes are playing and they're spending money, if 70% of the audience is Patrick, then you're totally fine. I said from the very beginning, I thought this game was built for more mid lane players. I did not think this game was built for traditional MMO fans. They would burn through it too fast. They would get to the end and get burned out too fast. And I think we're seeing that we're seeing that come to fruition. I said, that's why I'm interested in it. That's why I like the game. That's why I'm considering planning my flag in it a little bit, because that's who I am. That's how I that's who I take up for. I take up for I take up for the the mid lanes i that's that's who i think are the most important for the health of a game right now the most important players for an ongoing live service game are your mid lanes because they play in a more measured and predictable and healthy way i love the hardcore players they get the bugs and exploits brought to light and fixed relatively quickly yeah, they get to smooth all the rough edges before you get there. That's right. You can dance on the dance floor in your bare feet because they got rid of all the rough spots. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get any splinters or stub your toe on a nail. Right. They smooth all that out before you get there. They're riding the front of the wave. I've talked about that before. <clears throat> when you ride the front of the wave, you're going to get to the shallow, weak, or narrow parts of the game first. You're just going to. You're going to find those problems before everybody else. And God love you. You really help the game's quality. You really help out the mid lanes, which ultimately helps the game, you know, thrive long term. So you got to understand something. If this game would have been built for and appealed to hardcore MMO fans, I never would have touched it. Why? Number one, it wouldn't have appealed to me. It would have been hard for me to make content about it. And number two, it wouldn't have been something that I had a lot of confidence in. It wouldn't have been. Because I would have been... What what more than likely would have happened was they would have had mass exodus to Final Fantasy. They will have they will have a, a dip because of Final Fantasy in general, but it'd have been even bigger if all they did was appeal to hardcores. If they only appealed to hardcores, I'd have had no interest in the, this game. I'd have been like, that game's volatile. That game's either going to be a smash hit or a, an absolute failure. But when you appeal to the mid lane players, I think you're far more likely to be successful because mid lane players are there's a broader spectrum. They're not going to be comparing it to some other game and being like, well, it's not like this. And then they leave. Or, well, I, it's it, it's not as good. Or, oh, I'm going to go play Final Fantasy or whatever. So I actually think the game, in my mind, when I measured this game and I thought long-term and I projected out its trajectory, I thought, this game's got legs because they're appealing to mid-lane players. That's why I thought the game had legs. I didn't think the game had legs because it was an MMO. I thought the game had legs because of their target audience. Live service games that target hardcore players will fail 
every single time. You cannot make enough content for them. You simply can't. The only way you can make an ongoing game big enough, long enough, and substantive enough for hardcore players is you need a subscription fee, and your game better be dense. It better be as dense as a brick of like like a loaf of bread that's so dense you don't even want to eat it. It needs to be that dense. There's no other way your game's going to last. I love the group content as well. People in this game seem really nice and helpful. I met some super cool dudes. I enjoy the fact that the game is, to me, is centered around grouping. Yeah, I think the group content is excellent. I was actually impressed by their dungeons and I've only played three of them. I did not expect the PvE content to be high quality. I did not expect it. Or make a BR. That's right. I wouldn't make a BR right now. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't make a Battle Royale. No. Uh Uh-uh. Just wait till you get to explore the higher level areas. There's so much to discover and just find little areas to farm. Gathering materials is a huge part of the game. Uh... It's better be as dense as the as the people that think people were dead the whole time and lost. <laughs> Shut up, Abe. Um, so if you don't like farming, you won't like this game so much. Well, Deadly Dad Gaming, I've said this to uh, Eugene, because Eugene was like, I would only play this game if I could buy a maxed out character. Like, he wouldn't want to do the early game grind. And I was always like, but the early game grind is sort of wooing you, it's romancing you it's giving you basically what the game is you're going to be hitting rocks, chopping trees killing wolves, skinning animals crafting this, cooking that Like that's the game, and if you don't fall in love with it there, you're certainly not going to love it in it's late stages, because it's going to be the same thing just at a different level you're, you're higher up on the on the, the spiral staircase I think that was Anthem's biggest failure, they centered around hardcore players, but ultimately failed and forgot the mid laners that's no that's not what anthem failed at no i would say that's a misdiagnosis it's a decent attempt to diagnose anthem's problems like you're throwing at the right dartboard but you're missing anthem failed because their end game wasn't even built properly it was it was a shambles anthem actually had a fantastic content loop that i actually think appealed to mid laners but there was nothing to do once you got to the end there was nothing there the end game was in a was just a, in, a, in a complete shambles. Yo, my man Moody renewing that membership, getting an upgraded joystick. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for the strong turnouts all week long. We appreciate the support of the channel. We appreciate the members, the coffee orders, ordering displays or T-shirts or using my Amazon link. All those things, guys. Thank you so much for supporting the channel. Um, Anthem's failure was that there was nothing in the end game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't even a matter of like hardcores or mid laners having nothing to do. It was like Anthem just did had nothing for you once you got to the end. There's an MMO guy, Josh Strife Hayes, that has a video about how people think they want hardcore grindy PvP MMO until they realize they're not as hardcore as they thought uh, they were and they end up quitting. Wait, wait, wait. Explain this to me. He's saying there are players that realize that they're not as hardcore as they thought or they're realizing the game is not. People think they want... Oh, I see what you're saying. People think they want a hardcore, grindy PvP MMO, and then they realize they're not as hardcore as they thought. Right, they don't like it. Listen, I tried to tell people, if that's all you're going to do in this game, is wars and PvP, I tried to tell people. I'm like, that's a short road. That's a short road in an MMO. It's going to turn cannibalistic and griefy and trollish and toxic. That's not a long... 
that's just not a long-standing strategy. That's like a one-month plan, and you're gonna get the end of the month, and there's gonna be irritated people, and the and 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 uh, the instigators and the irritated. That's all you're gonna have is the instigators and the irritated. That's not a long road. A long road is substantive, ongoing, broad, diverse grind, loot chase, leveling, you know, open world, like all those things keep a game going you can't keep a game going with wars people are just gonna get sick of it like that that it's fine for that to be a central part of the game but if that's all there is i'm telling you right now it won't last they need to see just how degenerate and cannibalistic pvp trends toward they they have to see that I just, I don't, I don't think the game is long for this world if, if that's, if that's all there is really in the end. There's got to be more PVE, a sense of expansion, a sense of growing, a sense of power fantasy. Like those things need to be invested in as well. I have a good topic about New World. I noticed that a lot of the servers have huge dramas because of faction and wars. It's funny, almost EVE online levels. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, Freddie Jackson with a $28 tip, my monthly coffee order because I don't like coffee. Thank you for the 28 spot, Freddie. You the man. I I appreciate that very, very much, much. I find myself agreeing with you pretty often. Well, thank you. Tedestrial. That's a pretty cool name. Is that Rorschach? Is that your, uh, is that your avatar? I love Rorschach. Uh, morning chat. What's good, Diaz? Um, anybody try the double life staff? No, I've not tried it. Uh-uh. I thought somebody said they tried it and it, it wasn't working consistently or something. Um. <clears throat> Especially with full loot MMOs, because you get you get uh, ganged by hardcore person, you lose all your stuff, you have to start over again. You're so close to 60. Uh, I'm 53. Yeah, I'm 53. Leveling's not been terrible, honestly. I, once I just decided we weren't going to get there any, you know, much faster than, than, you know what I'm saying? I was like, we're not going to, we're not going to get there that fast. Not compare. You know, it's just not happening. Right. Um, I just started dialing it in. Yo, what's good? Trebellion. Trebellion. Not sure, TBH, but I think it is. I think it's Rorschach. You look good for 53. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I sub. Keep it up, man. Enjoying the talk. Thank you. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, if you've never been here before, um, I do a talk show Monday through Friday in the mornings, and then we typically do gameplay in the afternoons. And um, I am a safer-work broadcaster. A lot of people throw me on in the background, kind of like video game radio. And uh, we, we appreciate the support. Be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button if you're digging the content. I don't only cover New World, okay? We will regularly have New World content. But um, we, uh, we, we want to make sure we kind of keep our toes here, but also covering other games. And we hope you enjoy all the content that we do. Yes, happy From Friday for those of you that are From Software fans. We will be continuing From Friday today uh, with Dark Souls 3 in anticipation of Elden Ring. 
and all the commands down here in the corner that cycle you can use those commands in chat those are ways to support the channel directly uh it's free to hit like and it's free to hit subscribe so what's your stat distribution looking like yo what's good coyote with a five spot uh here's my build harry if you want to take a look at it i run life staff and then i run um spear and I try to find a socketed spear so I can socket it to convert its nature damage to um, scale off of focus. There's like a gem that does that or whatever. So, But I just decided to go all focus because primarily when we run the harder content, I just go full healer. Um, so I just I go all focus constitution um, with, my, uh, with my points. Now my gear, my gear, you know, we got 29 item buffs here on decks. And we got 24 item buffs on strength that obviously we would like to see. Um, we would like to see those come down here to focus in Constitution if I could get the right loot. So it's dumb how Life Staff is alone in focus. Feels so disjointed. The only reason I think they're doing that, Harry, is because you and I both know healing is so stupidly influential in PvP. Um. That, that's 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 got to be that's got to be why right um so what's this phil spencer tweet uh microsoft's acquisition of two hat a leader in content moderation solutions we will continue to invest in safety of our players um what does two hat do what do they like monitor communications for what like like har- harassment and stuff like that <laughs> You know, mean, 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 mean messages and stuff. It's Friday. We made it. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> Just wait until he's having a fun, fun in the game and then leave. <laughs> I love that meme. Lono's having fun. We have to leave. That's the best. They're supposedly making a void gauntlet that will also go off of focus. I mean, that's part of my hope is that they'll start dropping other weapons that would allow a lot of us life staff guys to have like a decent, you know, other weapon alongside of it. But truth be told, my life staff cranks out some decent dips. It's not amazing. I'm certainly not leading DPS in, a, in any of the stuff that we do, but I can output a decent amount of damage as I'm kind of just sitting back and 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 healing, right? And then my. My spear does a, a, a decent a decent amount of damage because um, I have the uh, the arboreal in it. Fifty percent of its damage, its nature is fifty uh, percent of its damage is converted to nature, and then that scales off of uh, focus. So focus being really high helps my spear do you know do pretty good nature damage. Um, where do they say void gaunt will be focused? <clears throat> I, I doubt it was said anywhere. It's probably just a rumor, you know? It's probably just a rumor. They're supposedly doing daggers also. Yeah, daggers, uh, the Void Gauntlet. Hasn't there been footage of a crossbow? Um, and there was something else. Uh, there was something else. I forget. Um, but yeah. I, the real question is, will... Will weapons being added like that... Oh, greatsword. That's what it was. A greatsword. Will adding weapons like that... Will it... 
Will it complement and invigorate grind, or will it largely go ignored? Do you see, like, um, are people going to say, well, why would I do that? I already have a great build. I got everything I need, you know, or, or will people say, oh, no, no, this is, this is, this is worth it. This is good stuff. You know, there's an image leak with the attributes and the void gauntlet image on it, but I think it was intelligence first and focus secondary. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Grape sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grape sword. Um, he needs to yell that when he's using it. So, um, a lot of new subscribers today. We're almost to 7.4. We're almost to 7.4 on the subscriber count. Slowly creeping up to 8K. Really want to see that 10K sub number over here. That'd be amazing. Um, Fire Staff Ice Gauntlet combo is amazing too. Yes, I have heard that. I have heard that that's a, that's a really good one. I think there are people that have said they're also running um, Life, Staff, uh, Life Staff Ice Gauntlet. So they're all focused on intelligence. Because a lot of gear comes with uh, with focuses and intelligence as like um, as as complementary, they they come in a pair a lot of the times. Um, focus secondary is good; it means you won't be pumping out huge damage as a healer, but it gives you a sense of having weapons that work together. Yeah, you don't want to put out too much damage as a healer because then you're just gonna you're gonna you're gonna create threat and draw aggro, <clears throat> and that'll throw off team comp because your your poor your poor tank you know, is going to be sitting there trying to draw aggro and then you're going to be, you're going to be messing it up. You know what I mean? Can I pay someone to level my weapon? (laughs) Excuse me. I never thought that I would be doing this, by the way. (laughs) I never thought I would be like breaking down stats and min-max builds and, and information about an MMO. Like, I don't think I was, that was never in the cards for me. Like, here we are. (laughs) Here we are, like, I'm breaking down an MMO with you guys and then playing Dark Souls later. Like, what the frick happened? (laughs) What has happened? (laughs) Uh, I use Fire Staff Ice Gauntlet with 350 Intelligence and 100 con hit. Oh, and 100 can hit for 5k right now. Whew, man. (laughs) Uh, You're good at it. Give yourself more credit. It's not a matter of, like, I, I, I think I always knew people, like, you'd be so good at breaking down MMOs. I was like, I know I could, but it's a matter of, do I want to? You know? Lono just became self-aware. <laughs> we changed him. He just realized that he's been reprogrammed. <clears throat> it was never a question of, can I do it? Right? Can I do it? it was like, do I want to? You know what I mean? I could go run around my house right now ten times. Do I want to? <laughs> I know that I can. I know that I can. I'm in much better shape now, especially with the exercise bike. I know that I can. But do, the question is, do I want to? Uh, I didn't know that I would enjoy it. You know what I mean? I never thought I'd be playing main on an MMO. Right. I miss the old Lono. <laughs> I miss the old Kanye. I miss the new Kanye. What What did he say? Oh, man. What he... <laughs> When that guy challenged him to a rap battle on SNL. Oh, that was so stellar. <laughs> that was so stellar. Kanye always seems like he's like a half a second away from just punching you or hugging you. Like, you just don't know. Like, what, what's going to happen? <laughs> what's going to happen next? <laughs> you going to hit me? 
or are we best friends? It's, it's one or the other. Ah, trying to pop my left hip. I can feel that it needs to. Uh, is there a point when you um, max level to build up the skills on another weapon, or are you stuck? No. See, that's the, that's the cool thing about this, is that Let's say you get really, really late game, okay? And my life staff is not maxed yet. Let's say it hits 20 and spear hits 20. I could completely change if I felt like it and just start using a rapier and a musket, which is a combination a lot of people like to use. It's basically like a musketeer. Um, Or maybe I just want to go Warhammer, Great Axe. Maybe I want to go Hatchet. Everybody loves Hatchet, right? I can just start using those weapons, and if I use those weapons in the late game, they're going to level really freaking fast. Um, it's still going to be a bit of a grind, it's still going to be a bit of a slog to get them maxed, but I could probably get them to like 10 or 12, um, you know, 10 or 12, have some skills, have a build, and uh, and enjoy myself with, with, the new, with the new build. Now, obviously, that would mean you'd need to get new armor and everything if you want it to be complementary, because you'd respec. You would, you would come here... You would come here to uh, your, not your trade skills, your attributes, and you would say, "Oh, well, if I'm going to go, um, if I'm going to go, you know, rapier musket, I need all dexterity, right? Primary attribute for rapier and musket is dexterity. So you'd respec and you'd want armor to complement that build. This is one of the reasons why the game has so much." Uh, I would say intrinsic replayability because you can just decide to completely play the game totally differently and you'd have to spec and grind and and kind of loot up uh, to do that. You can level a weapon from 1 to 20 in a couple of hours killing level 20 random enemies and monarchs. See, there you go. So there's already probably grind guides out there to be like, you want to level up a new weapon? Here's where you do it. Here's how fast it is. So a couple of hours and you have a maxed out weapon. And then... The reason I'm okay with that being fairly quick is the real grind would be getting loot. You would need to get a good hatchet. You would need to get good armor and stats and and maybe even gems and things so that way your your your, your raw level 20 hatchet. I'm sorry. It'd be a level 60 hatchet and you'd have the you'd have the weapon mastery at 20. A raw weapon mastery 20 hatchet's fine. But it's not very good compared to somebody else next to you who has a like a hatchet that they went and you know were grinding for, and then they got their armor set and they got their stats set all to feed, which I think hatchet's primary is strength. Yeah, all it all did be all strength, all strength and constitution. Most people I think that run hatchet, but a lot of them just run hatchet and keep, there's ways to run it and keep yourself healthy. Um, so. I thought that you would like an MMO breakdown giving watching you talk Destiny 2. I'm glad that this game, one, this game came out, and two, that you like it because you said it was a good mid lane MMO. Yeah, that was the only reason I got involved. If this game would have come out as they originally conceived of it, as like a friggin' PvP game, I never would have touched it. I wouldn't have touched it with a two, with a, with a, with a 24 foot pole. I wouldn't have come near it. I'm like, what? The, no, I don't want to play that. And then if it had been like a super hardcore, I probably wouldn't have made it through the first day. I'd have showcased it and been like, this isn't for me, you know? But the first time I touched the beta, I was playing for about 20 minutes, and I was like, 
I don't know what it is, but there's something here. And I remember Wheezy coming in about an hour later and saying the same thing. He was like, I don't play MMOs, but I'm playing this right now. Now, he's not playing currently because, um, you know, he's he sold his soul to Destiny. But <laughs> but he was another person that was like, I, I didn't expect to like this, and I'm playing it right now. Um, Berserk on Hatchet heals you over time, gives you speed buff, boost damage, and the weapon has three second invincibility when you get to zero health. Not OP at all. Yeah, it's that that's the reason I avoided it, Harry. Early on when I was experimenting with spear. Um early on when I was experimenting with spear, uh it was uh I was like having people tell me like get hatchet, get hatchet, uh get hatchet. Um and I was like, nah. Um chat with Um, on a, on a, let's see. Low chat is on how to get streaming on, uh, sorry, replying to a tweet. What's wrong with hatchet? I avoided hatchet because everybody was telling me how good it was. Sorry. I was responding to something. I was like, if this many people are telling me that Hatchet's amazing, it's going to get nerfed. <laughs> that was like, that was how my logic went on it. <laughs> Don't forget your New World Prime gaming loot. Oh yeah, I need to snag that. Um, Hatchet's so cheesy, uh, you can do no wrong when you use the combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily think, I don't necessarily think that, um, I don't necessarily think that they would they're going to nerf it into the ground, right? But they're they're going to have to consider, they're going to have to consider, you know, probably adjusting it, you know? They're going to have to consider it. I, that doesn't mean they nerf it into the ground. You know, instead they nerfed Life Staff. Yeah, they did and they didn't. What game are you playing with Hilly tonight? Tonight we are playing uh, Escape Simulator. It's basically like an escape room simulator. It should be good. It's, it's, I think it's going to be in a good lane of like, if you remember the first time we streamed Surgeon Simulator, I think it's going to kind of land in that lane. It's going to be good for us. Um, I never thought I would have enough time for an MMO to be worth getting involved, but I like New World. Yeah, I, I, we have a lot of members. If I go to my company uh, right now, uh, Akuta Papa is 33, Ashe is 60, Egnarts is 36, 34, 32. I'm just going to shout out people's levels. I'm a 53. Here's a 36, a 45, a 60, a 53. We're all across a spectrum here. Uh, 60. Teddy is 14. Teddy's not played in 24 days. Um, some of you guys down here have not played in an age. Like a 14, a 10, a 23, and a 17. All those guys down there haven't played in like two weeks. Um, but So that makes sense why they're so low. But uh, let's see. Let's find somebody low. Yeah, Hilly played four days ago, and he's a level 27. Um, this guy, Leviathan, has played uh, six, five days ago, and he's a 26. So we've definitely got people down here. Uh, you know, Mipsy played three days ago and is a 29. We have people all, uh, all across the spectrum of level and engagement patterns, you know? Akuta Pop is almost 34. Level 30 says Abe. Yeah, like... I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I, I think, um, 
I, I think this game's got something. It's, 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 there's something good about it. We've, I, I've not gotten too in-depth in my commentary on this, but something that this game does really well is something that Destiny does very well. Destiny makes the mundane really satisfying, whether it's a lost sector or a strike, right? Shooting a drag, seeing loot drop, killing a boss, baking a boss. All those things feel good. Just shooting a gun in Destiny feels amazing, okay? Why is that so important? Because you're going to shoot that gun a thousand times in a given day, okay? You're going to shoot that thing a thousand times, all right? New World does something similar. They wove everything you do with really satisfying stimuli. You see? Chopping down a tree, hearing a tree fall, cooking a meal, hitting a rock, the bing, 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 skinning an animal. They, 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 they took every piece of that and like a real good craftsman, they said, we want chopping down a tree to sound and feel great. Why? Because they're going to chop down thousands of trees. They're going to just hearing musket fire is awesome. You know what I mean? The ding of selling something in the market is my therapy. Right. They were very... I don't know. Whoever was in charge of their sound deserves a raise. Don't let them leave the company. Pay them handsomely. Because the sound design of this game is one of the main reasons it just feels so good to play. The sound design is phenomenal. I love running in the open world and hearing a tree fall or hearing a musket fire or hear a guy like, you know, pounding on a rock. I, I just, I don't know. I love it. They, they, they were very, very smart in, in, uh, in doing that. I love the tink when you get a kill or Azoth. Yes, just that. Just that, the little bing. You get the credit and the XP. What they're doing is, is they're, they're basically tickling your ears and your brain just every once in a while, and you're like, oh, that feels nice. It's like these teeny little massages of, like, comfort. Yeah. They did a great job. And that's super important. Like, this is so fundamental to a game that you're going to play over and over again. This is where Outriders completely failed, okay? Outriders had a lot of good things on paper, a lot of good things in principle, but their sound design made their game so god-awful to play. It was like somebody was banging on a trash can. When I shoot a gun, and it literally sounds like someone went into the studio and be like, what gun is that? Okay. And they just hit a trash can lid. And they're like, what gun is that? Okay. bring. It, can I get a different trash can size? And it was like, what the frick? It's so polluted. You, It's like you can't even listen to it. It's just muddy and gross sounding. That is where Outriders failed in a significant way. It was hard to play that game. It, I felt like my brain was getting rattled. MMO ASMR. If you guys enjoy ASMR content, you should check out Eloa Wendy or Eloa ASMR. She has an ASMR channel and she plays games like ESO and New World and just walks around the world and does ASMR. And this game, I hope she takes off doing that in this game because I think this game is just delivering her content on a platter. She can just softly speak. She's got a beautiful accent. She's a really great person just walking through the world like if you like that kind of content you should check her out because that i i think she could be a hit in this game doing that because this game is just here you go just make content 
Uh, if you go to YouTube, you're going to want to look for, I'll put it in chat, uh, ASMR. Uh, there it is. Eloa ASMR. E-L-L-O-A. Um, I swear one of my heels language is please move. Yeah. Eloa Wendy is like her, 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 her naming of like, if she plays games and stuff, she, her and I met in the ESO directory, like a super long time ago. She reached out when everything happened last year and was very sweet and was concerned for my family. Uh, we still follow each other on Twitter. She's a super, super sweet person. She's just a good soul. Uh, and she creates, she creates dope content. Um, she's got a great voice for ASMR and I think, I think she deserves a lot of success for what she's doing uh, with ASMR in New World because New World's a great game for it. She's from Belgium. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's great. She's great. And I know, and I know, ASMR for some people is just kind of weird, or you don't like it, or whatever. It's it's not the stuff that you see on 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 the purple platform. It's not that. Okay, it's it's not meant to be that. It's meant to be a form of you know auditory stimuli that relaxes people and gives them a sense of calm, and it just feels good. It's like why you enjoy watching Bob Ross. It's a similar. It's kind of a similar uh, thing. <clears throat> Yeah, the, the the things that we shout as healers are extremely are, are extremely strange. Um, if you see anyone crouch spamming inside of AOE heals Lono, that's players using a current exploit in the game. Why are they crouch spamming inside a heal AOE? What's the what's the reasoning behind that? I don't get any of the tingles, uh, but it's very relaxing. There's a spectrum of response. I get like full body, I get like full body tingles from good ASMR. Like it's just, it's super relaxing and feels great. Some people just like it because it's almost like guided meditation. Like it just helps them calm down and it just helps them feel, uh, you know, a, a sense of, a sense of relaxation. So, um, you get healed every time you crouch. Really love the t-shirt. Thank you, Jay Murph. Be sure to, guys, anytime you like my shirt, to use the shirt command, and uh, that's one of our sponsors. Be sure to support them. Instant heal procs, and they can out-heal any damage output. Like music tingles. It's kind of like that, Robert. Like, really good music will do that to me. Like really good piano there was that italian guy i recommended to you guys his music can do that to me um the song outro by m83 can do that for me um with the use of outro in the uh cloud atlas trailers always did that to me just gave me gave me that sense of like music tingle euphoria and uh asmr does that really really a lot like there's like minor or major levels of hypnosis if you've ever seen like these guys that hypnotize people and make them like do funky things some people are more susceptible to that like the power of persuasion and depending on you and your wiring and your brain like you may or may may not be susceptible to ASMR it might not do anything to you it you might not feel anything you might be like this is weird why is this person whispering <laughs> you know what i mean why is this person whispering now there's things that people do in ASMR that I don't like. I find it off-putting. Um, like wet mouth noises, I don't like that. But softly speaking and like, you know, like the sound somebody makes when they're like dragging their rake in a Zen garden. 
uh, you know, stuff like that, like slow moving things and a little bit of chimes, singing bowls. I think singing bowls are amazing. They sound so dope, but like the wet mouth noises and stuff. I can't stand that. It sounds, it sounds, it sounds like I'm listening to somebody eat food. I'm like, Ugh, stop it. Like, yeah, like little, little tingly, like wood tapping and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us more about your Enya CD collection. <laughs> uh, the wet mouth noises make me violent. The worst thing is, is when somebody's doing re- really good ASMR and then they go into the stuff that you don't like. It's like, ugh. Like there was a, um, what was her name? Ruby True. I think her name's Ruby True. She does singing bowl stuff and her singing bowl stuff is really, really good. Uh, Elo is the one who turned me on to, to, to Ruby True. She has like, six of them in front of her and she's got like cool lights and she just sits there and makes the bowls sing and she's got a really good mic set up so it sounds phenomenal she's she does really really good stuff with singing bowls um so if you don't necessarily like asmr and like soft-spoken whisper stuff you might like singing bowls um because again it's a now they call it sound therapy. You got to be careful using the word therapy. Uh, I I, I, w- I kind of wish they wouldn't do that, um, but they call it like sound therapy. Now, they, they, some of these people might get into like some stuff that you might think is kind of weird, like the idea that like healing, you know, you can have healing from sounds and stuff. Um, I don't know what you think about all that, like, but singing bowls can be pretty relaxing and pretty dope too. There's a dude that does singing bowls by a lake with the waves and it's pretty nice. Oh, really? I've not seen I've not seen him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't like dudes that do ASMR, it's got to be the right voice timbre. It's usually a woman's voice I find more soothing. Um I I don't they they hit a they hit a lower they hit a better octave when they go quiet, I think. The, the bass in a guy's voice doesn't work as well for it. Now some people prefer that. They prefer like a the more like warm sounding bassy voice, but women tend to dominate the ASMR market. They also usually tend to be very pretty, and that's obviously a part of it. I'm not going to act like that's not a part of it. Um, you know, a, a good-looking woman giving you what feels like personal attention in a video, not in a weird, dirty way, just like, it's just like personal attention. It's like, you know, people like that. You know, it's a, it's definitely a part of the, 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 the branding for sure, but it's not the stuff that you see on purple. The stuff you see on purple is, as I argued in a video this week, like that's adult content. That is that is driving a uh, a form of stimuli that is not intended to be like meditative or relaxing. It is uh, it's definitely something else. <laughs> it's definitely something else. Um Watching people polish shoes is the ultimate ASMR. Oh no, I yeah, no, I like that. I like that. The time where I realized that that kind of thing like makes me feel relaxed, I was driving home and we stopped at a subway and there was an old man and he was taking this he had this this like varnish can and like this like sponge thing and he was dipping it in and he was dragging it across this wood paneling in the su- in the subway the, the restaurant and he's going he's going he's dabbing it and he would scoot down a little bit and i'm just sitting there just staring just like transfixed like <laughs> like some kind of a weirdo <laughs> like brother can i can i set up a camera and record you doing this for like an hour it is so relaxing or if you've ever gone to a museum and there's someone sitting there 
sketching and like the scratching on the paper from the pencil, right? They're sketching something that they're seeing and it's quiet. You hear like the whispers of the people around you and there's like this there's like this there's like this silent calm like aura of sound, you know? Almost like a hum, a low-level hum in the room and they're just sitting there lightly sketching. Oh, I freaking love that. Oh my gosh. I would just sit there and like I'm not going to any other rooms in the museum. I'm just going to hang out here. This person is, you know, is, is sketching. She, <laughs> uh. YouTube gaming head, uh, posted some interesting stuff on Twitter. Yeah. I would love to talk to Fwiz. I really would. I don't have a line to connect with him yet, but I would love to have some conversations with him. Cause let me tell you, there's a lot of mistakes they could make that purple made. Purple didn't listen to me. Uh, Purple didn't listen to me, and I wish they would have. Um, I wish they would have. Uh, so, um, I'd love to get Fwiz's attention. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to, like, you know, tweet at him and mention him every once in a while on Twitter. Uh, that's why I enjoy sharpening knives. Yeah, that's probably a pretty good sound. Sharpening knives on, like, a whetstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a girl on YouTube who does ASMR and sketches with a glass pen. The strokes of the pen on the rough paper are pretty epic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike setting up a mic and the audio of that is is got to be tough because if they bump anything or any or, or like you know, have any if they drop anything, it's going to be like super loud. Um, you know, so what you're saying is you want to be Rose in Titanic? <laughs> no. No, I'm not saying that. What game are you and Hilly playing today? It's called Escape Simulator. Uh, they sent us some codes. So after we played, um, they they sent us codes for Operation Tango, the one that we played like the one night, and I was like yelling at Hilly. <laughs> that was not fun. That game was stressful as frick. Uh, but Escape Simulator looks like it's going to be a little bit more uh, in our in our lane in our vein. <laughs> uh, uh, guessing you don't need a notepad for this one. Any quest? Any ghosts to talk to? Yeah, no. Hopefully, Mark Clark doesn't make an appearance in this freaking game. <laughs> uh, hey, Purple, why don't you take my advice? You keep telling us to walk in the traffic, man. Yeah, well. I got a video that's going to premiere today over on SNTR Presents about how their boosts uh, that they rolled out um, is a scam. So uh, I look forward to look forward to that video hitting. I didn't want to I didn't want to bloody my knuckles on Twitch too much in the first week we did personal content because um, I didn't want to seem petty. But they pushed the boost system out, so it's like, well, our video is already recorded. We were going to hit hit it up next week, but. Um, I thought you were going to yell at Hilly last week. It got tense. Well, none of that was his fault. Like, I only get frustrated when he's, you know, if he's being kind of absent-minded, like if he's not paying attention and we're trying to solve something. That's not even happened that many times. Like, he kind of did that in Portal 2, and I was like, come on, bro, pay attention. But normally it's not Hilly's fault, right? You know what I'm saying? Part of the gag is, like, him him struggling and, and me trying to fix everything or me trying to get something going, right? Surgery Simulator was, like hilarious right but 
there was nothing to get frustrated him about in the ghost game we were both doing everything everybody told us to do it wasn't there was nothing to blame on him it wasn't like he was not an anchor in that game at all he was doing everything that i was doing like we were both doing the same stupid thing it was like what the frick this game sucks i hope it's as stupid fun as surgery simulator yeah 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 um remember we're moving the show with hilly back here to sntr gaming um, that's why on Fridays now we're probably not going to have really any time to play New World. Like I could be playing it right now, but I'd rather just hang out and talk. We're going to do from Fridays after this because I don't want to hit the channel with too many videos in a day. So morning, morning show right now from Fridays. We'll, we'll go over to presents for the premiere of the Twitch video, and then tonight he and I will be streaming here on this uh, in this ch- on this channel. Um. Just a heads up, I couldn't get out of the first room. I tried after the tutorial. That's fine. <laughs> that's that's fine. That's okay, Hilly. I couldn't get out of the first room. I tried after the tutorial. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, brother. Well, it'll be we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, I'm sure. The reviews were saying that the puzzles weren't too difficult. So, um Obviously, we may stall out eventually, but uh, <laughs> it's going to be a great night. <laughs> it's going to be a great night, guys. Whoo we? Oh, man. Mm. Brad making his money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Freaking Brad. Oh, my gosh. Here, let me... Uh, I got to... Um, I just realized... I got a schedule from Friday. I've not done it yet. Today, I don't know if we're going to get to them. It's called Dragon Armor something. I don't know if we're going to get the Dragon Armor, but that's that's who's potentially uh, next on the docket is Dragon Dragon Slayer Armor. I'm sorry. Dragon Slayer Armor uh, is potentially next on the docket. Here we go. From Friday. Reuse these settings. Episode 10. Episode 10. Uh, we may be headed toward uh, Dragon Slayer uh, armor today. Um, I'm going to copy that as a tag. We just want that in the description in the tag. Um, tonight on SNTR Gaming, <laughs> Frick Room Simulator. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Oh man. Um mm, Okay. Yeah, Dark Souls 3. I got to change the thumbnail is all. There we go. I got a picture of him. Show more. Add that as a tag and then go next. There we go. Mm-mm. And then we'll uh set it for noon. We want to start playing. Uh, you can go main path, which is Dragon Slayer, or start the path to Arc Dragon Peak and Dark Fire Length. Uh, forgot member milestone was a thing. There you go, Moody. Thank you so much for celebrating your member milestone. Uh, you did. You obviously hit the button earlier, but yeah, you can sit. You can celebrate. So thank you so much for that. Appreciate you. Appreciate ya. Thank you for renewing. Thank you for hanging with me for two months. Uh, where's the thumb? I need the thumbnail for invasions are broken. 
without the live. There we go. Make two thumbnails for every stream. So once we're not live, I swap it uh, to the non-live thumb. Can we talk about how quirky the word whetstone is? It is a weird word, isn't it? It is. Um, Lono's going to rage at Dragon Slayer. You guys have said that about like literally every Bosch. Like, Olona's oh, gonna rage so much. Olona's oh, gonna rage so much. Olona's oh, gonna rage so much. It's like, yeah, that's kind of the point, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I raged at Dragon Slayer and I didn't even play it. Just yell at Hilly with Tommy Waisu quotes the whole time. You're tearing me apart. <laughs> Ten months for a tier two. This is Mark Clark and the dancer. Oh, this is for Mark Clark and the Dancer in Dark Souls 3. Thank you, Hilly. <laughs> Ten months and it's a tier two membership. Thank you so much. Oh, man. And we've been right, but you've raged at every boss? Right. What do you? But what do you mean? That's my point. That's Dark Souls, isn't it? <laughs> That's Dark Souls. Like... If I went and played and just stayed calm the entire time, what the people would be worried. They'd be like, what the frick is wrong with him? What's going on here? <laughs> Although, no, who did I not really rage at? There was somebody that I beat fairly easily, and people were like, this stream sucks. There, no, there was two bosses that didn't give me almost any trouble. Um, it was the guy with the big bracelets. I think I beat him first try, and people were like, that was lame. Um, although he's not very, 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 uh, he's not very hard. Um, there was somebody else too that I just, I, I beat him like my second or third try. You know what I mean? Returnal Biome 4, 5, and 6, worst stream ever. <laughs> uh, I beat the dude with the orb around his neck, uh, and Kana, such a good fight. If you embrace the mechanic, it's, it's... It's a dope fight. I was trying to fight him toe-to-toe with, like, parries, and it just was a really bad idea. Vort and maybe Wolnar, you died to his mist once. Oh, no, yeah, I died to his mist once. That's right. That's right. I was like, what the frick was that? And the other people were like, oh, the mist killed you. And I was like, oh. And then I just ran away from him. There was somebody... Was it the guy with the fire explosions? I don't think I really raged against him. I got angry when he exploded and hurt me, but I beat him pretty quickly and didn't get that angry. The guy where I had to run past the crossbow and the worm to get to him. Eight months from Ganks. Fridays means I get to screw off at work and share some laughs with Lono and Hilly tonight. Thank you, Ganks. Appreciate it very, very much. Corrupted Taro was a good fight. I don't even remember Corrupted Taro. What was that fight like? Um, I used Diamond Stones. Old Demon King. Yeah. If I would have been able to fight Pontiff Sullivan in a big room with no weird camera stuff, I'd have beat Pontiff Sullivan like my third or fourth try without any rage. Like, I had him on the ropes. I did. The stupid camera kept messing with me in that st- that room. I think Sister Fried will be the boss that kills your controller keyboard. Yeah, I play controller. I've never. I don't throw controllers. Yo, Jaggy with nine months. Welcome back. Corrupted Taro was the one you quit after. Oh no! Yeah, you're talking about Kana. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
You're talking about Kane and Bridge of Spirits. You're not talking about Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm done. I don't like this game anymore. Yeah. They've recently patched the parrying. I'm tempted to go back and see if it feels any better because Eugene says he hasn't had any issues with parry. So they, they said they patched parrying, which was my main frustration. Um, you guys know me. It's like my favorite thing to do in a game. Like my favorite thing to do is parry. Like I love it. I absolutely love I love damage mitigation, and I th- that's why I love parrying. It's I think it's the best form of damage mitigation. You're not just blocking, you're you're getting to block and stagger or block and repost. Like I love it, um, I really do. Uh, they're gonna both hit two. That's not terrible. Can you use the huge cleaver now? I can, but I don't want to. It feels terrible, right? It feels freaking terrible. That big cleaver, it's like I'm it's like I'm moving in slow motion. I don't like it. If Lone ever plays D&D, he has to play a barbarian so he has an excuse to rage during every combat. <laughs> uh Try for honor and do the parrying. I I yeah, for honor was pretty cool. I I I probably would have liked it if it was just like a straightforward action adventure game. You know, <clears throat> you have to do the DLC. It has three bosses, best bosses in the Soulsborne series. But he wants to move on to Sekiro as well before February. Yeah, I want to be into. I would. I would like to be into Sekiro in December at the earliest, in January at the latest. I really, really would like to. I don't know how many more streams you think it's going to take me to get through Dark Souls three if we're doing about you know two to three hours a clip every time, but. I really would like to be into Sekiro. Uh, at the earliest, I'd like to be in Sekiro in December and at the latest, uh, January. So then I'd have all of January and most of February to play before Elden Ring hits. <coughs> Excuse me. I know it has a PvE story. I remember playing the PvE story and not liking very much. It was pretty linear. I didn't I didn't enjoy that. Um, Sekiro's on sale right now. Oh, I already own it in Steam. I've played it before. I got the Madam Butterfly. And she came back to life, and I said, frick this game. <laughs> I said, frick this game, bro. Three more streams, maybe? Okay, I can live with that. Three or four more streams will put me right on where I want, right on track where I want to be. Um, don't do it. For Honor's mega sweaty. Sekiro will break you? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Sekiro is more my style than Dark Souls. I would rather be, uh, be parrying than rolling on the freaking ground. Um, but Big Cleaver goes boom boom yeah I don't really care <laughs> uh, let's say you have roughly four Fridays left okay okay the thing with the slower big weapons is they have a bigger hitbox range and stun so once you learn the distance it's not really bad at all that it's slower okay okay demon of hatred hmm you can't call fighting games sweaty why can't you? I don't. Why, why can't you call him sweaty? No, I'm not into RTS games. No, RTS games, fighting games, sports games, driving games. They just don't. They don't land on me. They don't. I can't play Dark Souls because of that role. It's so stupid. You should try Sekiro then, Eugene. I'm curious what you would think of it because it's not. It's not about rolling. Um, Sekiro becomes easier as you get better, and I like that about the game. I feel like Dark Souls Three gets cheaper the longer you play it like I love the game and I love the artistry 
but I feel like Dark Souls 3 gets cheaper the longer you play it because they know you're going to be stronger. They know your damage output's going to be better, endurance and health's going to be higher. So, like, I just, I don't know. I feel like it just starts to get really cheap. I, it, it's the further I've gotten Dark Souls, the more I've sensed they just take cheap shots, man. I don't know. I, 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 it's, I find it disappointing. I do. I find it disappointing about the game. I feel like I'm pulling back the shroud on the game a little bit. It's like some of this is just you being cheap, you know? It doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're actually making things harder, you know? And I know that's difficult. I know there's a significant challenge to, uh, you know, creating true and genuine scaling difficulty. I know that's tough. You just don't like fun games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I beat the dragon in Dark Souls 3 and I was done with it. They embrace the cheesy mechanics. Yeah, they do. They do. Like, everybody hyped up the dancer and I just, I'm telling you, I think she's just cheap. I don't, I love her false starts and her looky-loos. I think it's super creative. But I also think she's she's complete and utter cheap garbage. <laughs> like at the same time, she's artistically wonderful. She's beautiful. The way they build her character, all oh, she's awesome. And her false starts and her looky loos are great. I love being tested and tricked as a player. I love I love having my instincts played with. I think it's dope, super dope. It's a mind game. But she is cheap garbage. <laughs> she is such cheap garbage. They rushed development a bit when it came to Yorm and Aldrich segments. That's 100% a documented fact. So it makes sense as to what... See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, my instinct was right then. I was like, something is not right. The game's, the game's in a weird place. Where I am right now in Dark Souls 3, I was like, what is this? Like, it's just... This feels cheap. Like, it doesn't... It doesn't feel like it's been well-crafted like the other bosses in the other sections. It does. It doesn't feel the same. It's funny that I sense that, and you're like, oh no, yeah, that's definitely, <laughs> that's definitely a thing. The dancer's a beautiful boss fight. I think Yorm is the best-looking boss in the game, and he's a four-hit gimmick. <laughs> he's a four-hit gimmick. I don't know if I agree with her being cheap, but then again, I'm just watching. The character uh, just looked beautiful. The movement was chef's kiss. Yeah, everything about her from a design perspective, visually, is phenomenal. But the way she outputs damage and stun locks, I just think it's cheap. I, d- I just do not like it. Um, if uh, you tried to kill the dancer again, you would find it much easier. Same with every boss. It's all just learning. Yeah, even if it was easier, I still think the way that she outputs damage is not set up in a good way. I think it's set up in a very cheap way. I'm not necessarily saying she's a bad boss or it's a bad boss fight. I don't think they need to do that. It feels unnecessary. I think her false starts are enough. Do you see what I'm saying? I think her false starts are enough. You don't need to add to it like stun lock and half your health bar damage from a grab. I don't know. Mm-mm. I'm just going to blame the four hit dude on you. You got to imbue the sword. What do you mean you're going to blame it on me? I-, I think he's a gimmick. It's not even a good fight. Once you know what to do, it's not a good fight. It's lame. I, wa- I walked in, no fear, four hit him, and he died. It was lame. The dancer becomes a meme fight once you know the strat. It seemed like you just create insane distance because she just wastes all of her... She spins like crazy. You never want to be close to her when she starts her spin because it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible to to get out of it. It's like a stun- It's like an immediate stun lock. You just, you can't get up and get away in time. You, you can't, the roll timing is almost impossible. 
I'm glad that we agree on Yorm. He is the coolest looking, dopest looking boss in the game so far, in my opinion. I think he's awesome looking. I like the big dog too, like the second or third boss. I thought that guy looked awesome with the big ice, like, mace. Ooh, I thought he looked really cool. But, yeah, Yorm was so disappointing. Like, once I knew what to do, it was like, so I just go in here and do this, and I do it again, and I do it again. I did it four times, and he was dead. I was like, wow, really? Okay, cool. I could tell from the way chat was talking that fight would be dumb. Yeah, like we obviously had our big, you know, back and forth and imbuing and charging and blah, blah, blah. But ultimately it was like, man, what a waste. Because his attack patterns were so cool. You can literally stagger lock Dancer with big weapons. But you obviously don't know that day one. Yeah, I mean, fighting fire with fire though, Wheeze, does it make... I don't I don't think that negates some of my criticism of her. Stun locking her back? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> stun lock the stun locker you know what I'm saying the dancer I think being aggressive is the way to go you can kind of hug her well, no 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 no. you're aggressive in the beginning you can be aggressive in the beginning but after that you can't be aggressive with her you have to make space or she's going to absolutely wreck your face you can hug her right side and still be aggressive second phase right but I think third phase there's no freaking way you got to get space or she's going to absolutely eviscerate you it's like aggressive, mid-aggressive, distance is kind of how I felt the fight went. Like hyper-aggressive, get her to phase, get her to phase two. Phase two, you can be like mid-aggressive. And then third phase, you just got to give her space to get all her stupid junk out and then go hit her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be a stunlock piece of garbage. Well, I mean, stunlock is definitely something that you utilize against the smaller enemies, right? Right. The higher your poise, the less you get stunned. I know, Wheeze, but come on. Like, you can't... That's one of the things in Dark Souls. Like, I can't go respec. Or can you? Can you respec in that game? Like, once your souls are spent, that's it. So if you get to that point in the game and you've specced into a build where your poise isn't very high, what the frick are you supposed to do? What do you you get? What are you supposed to do? (laughs) From what I can tell, there's a lot of stuff you're missing because your build is pigeoned. Oh, you can respect? Plus, like the one guy said, got a little level up vitality. You can respect with ears. Oh. So, but if you don't have the currency, how much of the currency? Is it easy to come by the currency? Because that would be the concern that I would have, is you would get to a boss, go read a guide, and be like, oh, level into this, 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 and this, so that you're not as stunnable. How e- you know what I'm saying? How easy is it to get back to where you were? We have just dumped on my my broadsword. You need to do PvP if you want to do it more than once. Oh, well then, yeah, no. You get like one or two uh, free ones. Okay. Tongues, not ears, my bad. No worries. The rest you get from invading. Yeah. I mean, I've always felt this way. I've always felt this way. If a game is going to is going to punish your build and sort of push you towards a different build, then respecking should be free. Right? Respecking should be free. If I if I let's imagine there were like boss fights in Jedi Fallen Order and there were boss fights where you really needed to lean on your force powers or something instead of your parrying and your dodging with your with your lightsaber. It'd be, you know, this doesn't exist. I'm I'm making this up. 
and then I can go and respec and be more of a force-driven Jedi as opposed to a cyber, a saber-driven Jedi. <clears throat> I think that that's okay. I think that's a little immersion-breaking to be like, this is the path I've chosen and I've leveled and invested, and now I'm just going to go press a button and change it all because of a boss. I'm not necessarily okay with that in like, because I think it's kind of it's kind of lore breaking, right? It's like you spent all this time becoming this type of a warrior, and you're just gonna go press a button, and now you're not. You know, I don't like it that much. But if you're going to do that, you know, let's just speak in Dark Souls, because yeah, Jedi Fallen Order doesn't really have builds. I was imagining it did. Let's you know, in a, like hypothetical, in a hypothetical, um, in this game, if there are fights that are meant to punish the build that you have to make you try, experiment, or look at a different build, then respecking should be free. Now, the real challenge would be, this far in the game, respecking is great, but if you want to switch your weapon, you're going to really, really hurt your damage output because we have spent so many resources leveling up our broadsword. Like, its damage output is great. It's slowly going down, I can tell. The one guy... Who is the guy that I killed that like was really easy and then he came back and he was on fire? Somebody remarked, they're like, oh my gosh, your damage is insane. Like I absolutely eviscerated that guy. I'm not seeing the damage output um, uh, as high, right? If you're going to stay with Broadsword, you should try using resins during the boss fights right at the beginning to help you do more damage. Right. I see it as the right tool for the job. Yeah, I'm okay with that, but with the level of investment you have to have in your weapons and stuff, I don't think it's as simple as that. It's not like you can just be like, oh, I need a different tool for this job. Let me go get one. Well, if if you've been spending, if you've been spending your resources on, on, you know, leveling a a particular weapon, your other weapons are going to be super weak sauce. Like, It's not like you can just pull out another one. I'm trying to find the... uh, I'm trying to find the... There it is. The inn. I booted up the game just to show you guys some stuff, but we didn't play today. Okay. Yes, exit to desktop. The reach of the broadsword is out of a toothpick. That's the only thing. That was what kind of was driving me a little bit crazy in her fight. I think her hitbox is a little wonky, and her hitbox gets a thousand times worse um, when you're using a broadsword. Um, you know, it's a bummer. You can farm for Titanite and stuff. Your build is fine for mid to late game. You could use a sharp gem to scale with dex to help with damage. Okay. To me, a lot of Dark Souls is just finding a weapon that has a moveset that you like. That was why I put the, the, the Claymore down. At your point in the game, you have ashes you haven't gotten where you can buy a ton of upgrade mats from the old lady. Um, okay. Ditch the broadsword? I'm too, I think I'm too used to its moveset now. I think I'm too used to its moveset now. I don't think I can change. I really... It feels... I don't know. It feels like home to me. I don't want to switch now. It's it's almost like it's too late. You know? It's It feels comfortable. Um, 
Thank you for all of the new subs today, all of the likes. Can we hit 300 likes on this before we uh, before we change gears? Yeah, we can. Come on. 16 likes more. We can do that. Let me go in here to customization and make sure that we actually redirect. Don't want to make that mistake again. Mm-hmm. Claymore is slow. Yeah, yeah. Claymore is strong but clunky for someone trying to finesse the game. It's better for face trading. The long sword is a good all-around weapon. I feel like I feel like I use the long sword uh, for a while, didn't I? <clears throat> I can't remember if I did or not. I thought I did in the beginning. One of the free PS Plus games this month may be good for you and Hilly. High class problems or something like that. Yeah, isn't it the... It's like an Among Us game though, isn't it? We would need other people, I think. It's like eight people in a hotel. Basically Among Us. You had a pocket knife and the lock was basically broken. I told you a place to get it repaired because it was dangerous and you got furious with me. <laughs> I got furious. Do you remember when I landed on the pocket knife and it put a corkscrew indent in my leg jumping off that trampoline? Because you were like, hey! (laughs) Uh, I thought it was two-player. I don't think it's two-player. You might be able to play it two-player, but I I thought for sure it was an an eight-player game and you're in like a hotel with tasks... And it's like Among Us. I personally use this uh, and a great shield with a broadsword as a secondary for faster attack. You get the axe from Dragon Slayer Armor Boss. Hmm. A katana is an option. Let's get him one. We should have gotten you a katana. Katanas have an instant parry weapon art. Huh. I remember that. But yeah, Furious, like shouting and raging. <laughs> How dare you tell me to repair my pocket knife? <laughs> uh, the dra- yo, the Dragon Slayer Great Axe is what you use. Okay, okay. Um. <clears throat> Dark Souls Easterner's Ashes needs a uh, bro. Lono needs a washing pole. Can we get him one easy? What do you mean a washing pole? What the frick are you talking about? Um. Um. Oh, washing pole is a weapon. 
It's a long katana. Abe is saying you stanky, you need to wash up. Well, can I go fight that guy at the at the at the outside? And doesn't he have one? It's a long katana. Ashton said it would be great for you. Oh. When's my next haircut? I'm like right at that point where I can't, I can't, it's like, it doesn't want to do what I want it to do. When is it? Oh, it's on my birthday. Okay. I got to go another week. That's all right. Washing pole. Hmm. Don't listen to these guys. You need a set of nunchucks. <laughs> uh. Oof. Uh. A long katana. And then using a heavy gem scales it with well with strength. And I'm all in strength, right? Did you get your Wayfarer's armor set? Uh, I don't know. Guy outside Firelink gives you a katana. There's also another one coming up soon in the game you can get, I believe. Okay. Gunchucks? Yeah. You can get gunshucks. There we go. All right, give me a second. I'm gonna run upstairs really, really quickly, and then we're, we're gonna shift. We're, we'll shift gears here, uh, and we're gonna we'll, we'll be doing our from Friday. If you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, hit it. If you haven't ordered coffee, hit the join button, shirt button, displayed any of those commands. Uh, also remember to use that Amazon command. Uh, it's just an Amazon affiliate link. Anytime you order anything from Amazon, that supports me. It's real easy and free. Uh, we appreciate it uh, so, so much. A lot of people have been using it, and uh, that is awesome. So thank you for that. Give me one second. I will be right back.
Oh, sorry. My wife is, uh, she's resting. She's got a, she's feeling a little bit better, but she had a pretty bad headache this morning. So I was checking on her and getting her some more water. The kiddos are, the kiddos are thrilled. They're getting to watch Bluey so she can rest. <clears throat> Having lunch with mom chat. Don't steer him wrong. Uh, all goes well. He can have a katana in like 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. Uh, we can, we can, yeah, we can probably, we can probably get everything set to, to switch then. I've already got the game booted up here. I want to get in. I want to get in here. Episode 10 of From Fridays. Uh, change that. Uh, change that. And then did I open, did I save this? Yeah, I think I did. Okay. <laughs> Frick Bluey, that overachieving dad. What the heck? Um, okay, that's where we're going. And let me do this. Let's move me down a little bit. Um, and then we'll do episode 10 of From Friday is live. Do this. And then get my picture. There we go. Barely hitting 300 likes. Yeah, we're having really good turnouts. We just need to be a little bit better on the likes. That's really the only thing that we've been kind of slacking on. Everything else has been great. Turnout's been great. Um, the the vibe has been great. The conversations have been good. It's just, I, I, I think we're in a really, really good spot with this channel and how we're handling it. Um, so... I, uh, I appreciate it very, very much. We are going to... Um, I'm going to do this. That way. Um, and then let me re... I'm going to reset the sound card before we go over. Just because... It always acts... Funky. We'll reset. That way, everything's synced up. Um, oh, did I put that back? Okay, cool. Oh, it's a joke. It's an ongoing meme online that the DAG is making parents feel like they're not doing enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright, so that's where we're going. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. Episode 10. This will be episode 10 of From Fridays. Uh, if you've been enjoying From Fridays, if you've been enjoying these segments, hit subscribe and the bell button. We're working our way through Dark Souls 3, hoping to get into Sekiro very, very soon. And uh, that's a great lead up for Elden Ring. So last time we uh, got rid of the Dancer and Yorm, and so we hope you have been enjoying. And then we're going to redirect everybody from the old stream 